You can run. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, you can't hold it. Who sang that one? I don't fucking know. Ring my bell. Was there someone important? Um, you didn't take the bell away. It was my bell. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, sorry, listeners. I forgot about you for a moment. Hello and welcome to the Fun Filtered Podcast, or welcome back to the Fun Filtered Podcast. My name is Sam. I am joined by Jordan. Hello. And Eddie. Hello. Sean's birthday today. Uh, thank you, Sam. <laughs> That's right. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. That's right. Genuine thank you that time. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Wow, doesn't that just sum up and the relationships between the three of us? Anita Ward. Anita Ward. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so yeah, George's birthday, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything to talk about? <laughs> I was going to say. I was say, have you had a good day so far? Yeah, I had pancakes for breakfast, you know? <laughs> okay. No, you laugh. I was genuinely like, <laughs> yay, I pancakes. Like, I like pancakes. Yeah, yeah, I like pancakes. Homemade but... pancakes. Okay. With fruit and bacon. It's great. Yeah. And what? Fruit. Fruit. What in what the? What did you think I said? Wait, did no, you... I didn't. I did. I said fruit. Oh right. Did okay. you have fruit yeah. in the pancake? No, on the pancake. Oh. Right. What fruit? Raspberries. Okay. Blackcurrants. Yeah. Or was it blueberries? No, it was blueberries. Yeah. Can't mix those two up. No. It's important. You don't mix those two no. up. No. Um, Definitely not. Don't yeah. mix up black and blue. Not in this climate. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll end up black and blue. All berries matter. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, berries. Yeah, it's been all right. Why isn't they called a red berry? They are, aren't they? No, why isn't it? No, the group that? is called red berries. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Why is it called a strawberry? It's not a berry, right? Isn't it? Oh, no, it's a seed. No, it's not a seed. Yeah. No, it's... it is a berry. Isn't no, it? no, no. No, it's one of those tomato fallacy things. Oh, right. Okay. Where, no, um... no, it's not tomato. It can't oh, be because people fallacy. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. I thought people knew that it wasn't a berry. Maybe, but I don't think that's to the level of the tomato fallacy. Did right? you know it was not a berry, Eddie? I don't fucking know. What all. is it then? I don't know. A nut? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know what seeds are on the outside. So yeah, I think that's why it's not a berry. Have I got to look okay. at what a strawberry is? Please. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, dear. Gonna get our money's worth out of you, Eddie, this podcast. Because <laughs> we don't have any Doctor Who to talk about anymore. No. So we have to genuinely fill the time. Yep. In. So I've, I've legitimately got to talk now as well. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So blueberries, blackcurrant. No, no blackcurrant. Oh, no blackcurrant. No, it was blueberries. Oh, it was blueberries. Yeah. Oh, I see. I mistook the blackcurrants. Okay. I, mis- I mistook the blueberries for blackcurrants. Okay, I see. Yes. Right. Anything else? Um, bacon. Bacon. Oh. Well, you could choose. It wasn't like you have yeah. to have raspberries and bacon. Oh, okay. Bacon in the pancakes? No, no, on the pancakes. There's nothing in the pancakes. No, they they yeah, were homemade yeah, yeah. pancakes. There was on nothing the pancakes. in the pancakes. On the pancakes. On the pancakes. Like yes. rolled up and you eat it. Well, like, I didn't roll it up. I suppose that was an option. How do you eat it then? Well, you just with the pa- as a pancake. Did you eat it like American? What, what, what you, you, put, you put the pancake on the plate. Yeah. And you put the stuff on the pancake. Yeah. And then you eat the pancake. Yeah. How did you eat it? Well, knife and fork. You just cut it. Knife up and fork. You cut it up. Yeah. Eat the pancake. How thick was the pancake? Well, like you know, I, I can't indicate with my hands because the listeners won't no, know. But it's no. probably about you know, H- half an inch. Well, like a finger's width. A finger's width. Or finger's depth. Okay. So it wasn't like a crap. No, it wasn't crap. No. No. It, it was it was a pancake. It was a pancake. It was more yeah. along the line of a Greg's pancake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fluffy. Yeah, fluffy pancakes. Mm, okay. All right. Pancakes. Fair enough. Yeah. I want never... more pancakes now. <laughs> what, 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 pancakes. What, I mean, ba- I've never heard of bacon on a pancake. How, how it's, is yeah, that? it's an American thing. Yeah, it's an American, it's, it's American thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing that yeah. happens. Is it? They, yeah. they, they they mix meat and sweet together. Have, that, you, never, have, you, have you never been to Frankie and Benny's? Yeah. They do that. I've never had it. Okay. 
I, where, where are Frankie and Benny's from? Where, where, well, they're Italian American, aren't they? Well, they're, American. they're not, are they? No, but that's the no, no, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's the, the gimmick. That's the, yeah, that's the yeah, theme. That's the story as well. Um, Why is that necessary? I don't know. Like, on you, it's fine. It looks kind of like an Italian American diner kind of thing. You know, it's got a mafia vibe. They, need, they mm. needed their own backstory. Again. Yeah, like, do you need to feel like you're eating authentic Italian? American I think that's food? the idea. That like, yeah. oh, if we have a genuine like law behind our restaurants, yeah. then it'll sort of make it feel more authentic to the customers. Yeah, but wasn't it? I think Chiquitos used to do the same thing. Did they? I think because they're not Mexican. No. But that but was they do their, that, food. Yeah, yeah, but that was their it's whole just the, the I miss Chiquitos. That's got there's like uh, there's like two in the whole country. I I really uh, miss them. Well, first of all, what's a strawberry? It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. It's like hybrid. a hybrid. It's a hybrid species. <laughs> uh, of, of what? Uh, it's. I mean, I can't fucking pronounce oh, that. Okay. It's Gregaria and Anas Anasa. It's Gregarian. Okay. It's Gregarian. <laughs> it's a Gregarian strawberry. Basically, I don't fucking know, and it's weird, but I like the taste of them. Okay. Yeah, I like strawberries. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just the the pretension of it, like. Trying to make you feel cultured because you chose to go to Frankie and Benny's. Like, most people who go there know it's a chain restaurant thing. It's yeah. fine. I never feel cultured going to Frankie and Benny's. No, but I guess that's the idea, right? You don't feel like you're just having fast food or. Mm. Well, you're not. No, you're not. But do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're not just part of a corporate. Eh. You feel like you're sitting in a. You're having an authentic experience. Yeah. As opposed to a manufactured one. Okay. Like, McDonald's has no pretension. Mm. It's just crap. Well, food. how could you pretentious up McDonald's? Well, I don't know. I mean, McDonald's is Scottish. You could say, yeah, this beef, it came from the clan of blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, but they, they just got a clown. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they know their audience. They know, yeah. they know, what, they know what's well, up. Well, it's like I had, cu- I had customers at work and there's a couple at the bar and she orders, we do a kid's spaghetti. Mm. And she orders, she's like, ah, is there like any, you know, any way to get like a bit more of a portion? And the husband just turns around and goes, it's fucking microwaved. What do you think you're getting? <laughs> and she was like, oh. Was, yeah. Come on, you're in a spoons. Like, yeah, yeah, is there any pretension with spoons? I know that behind the scenes, like, he does that whole, oh, now you work for spoons, you're part of the family mm. bullshit. No, there's not as there. There's no story with spoons. Yeah, there's no story there. It's just... I think the individual restaurants do, right? Yeah, because we have, cause we have a friend who works at... Converted. What's, the name, of the, what's the name of the pub? The Ernest Willows. Ernest Willows. Yeah. And they've got, like, placards on the wall. Sort yeah. of explaining the history of Ernest Willow and who he is. Yeah, yeah. So that well, that's yeah, that's their shtick. Is yeah, that it's named usually they're named after a person. Yeah, and mm-hmm. obviously they, they usually convert what was something else before, you know, churches and theaters yeah. and yeah. all that sort of thing. So yeah, there's a bit of tie-in with that. You might have stuff here's on the, the, here's the building or the person oh, that we've appropriated. Into yeah, the I can't machine. remember what my place was used for initially, mm. but you just, you said that you like our oh, theatre cinemas and all mm. that, and in my house, mine was a Harry Ramsden's. Her. Yeah, yours is uh, yours is clearly a, What's a just bar the, restaurant. Yeah, it's yeah. just a big glass building, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The guiding kind of zeitgeist of spoons is Brexit. Mm. If if there's any. Well now it is. Well, yeah, well, no, well, no, it obviously wasn't always the case. Like because obviously they wear the spoons news magazines uh, in yeah. which Tim Martin writes editorials in favour of he conservative just, Like was that magazine just made for him so oh, he yeah. could write shit? Yeah, no, probably. Because yeah. Yeah. of how much changes and they've got stuff like, oh, you know, Debbie in Wiltshire won manager of the year or something. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? Who gives a um, shit? Yeah. Yeah, well, because when the Chancellor announced like all the different like deals and stuff like that, we had the Sunak special drinks which was just cheaper ales. Yeah. Um, and then the food thing was nicknamed the Rishi Dishy. Right. <laughs> Okay. The Rishi Dishy deal or whatever it was that called. That sounds slightly exotic for Tim Martin. Um, 
Oh, he, I mean, he didn't come up with it. Come on, he, yeah. he just sat. There He's not an exotic man, is he? And that's what he did. Well, he doesn't like those foreign things, does he? He, he doesn't even like follow foreign yeah, beers. Actually, right? Yeah. Can you can you re-explain okay. to me the Jägermeister thing? Right. So yeah, Jägermeister is, a, is not officially English. German swill. And so they, they <laughs> a decision was made high up in the chain, whether it was Tim Martin or not, I don't know, um, that it was going to be one of the products that we stopped. But because we knew people like Jägermeister. Uh, we would have our own, which is Striker, which is cheaper. Right. Shit. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it is, you know, it's such a bad knockoff. You found out the Meister was master in German and got nervous. <laughs> uh, we're not, not in my pub. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a bit shit. Yeah. But it, like he sells, there's like other brands of drinks that he sells that aren't British, right? Yeah, but so the way they kind of like got around it, like Copperberg... Mm-hmm. It's Swedish or something, It's right? Swedish, but they've got a UK manufacturer. Oh, right. I see. Okay. So the only gets it from the UK manufacturer. Yeah, but then Jägermeister has a UK manufacturer in Manchester. All right, but he's not having any of that. But he's not having that. He's not having bottled <laughs> stuff, but the pint stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's the most bland person I think I've ever encountered. Not mm. in person, but, you know, seen. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he's a bit of a weirdo. Because, yeah, when you start Spoons, you get the induction video with him. Yeah. You know, chat, you know, talking you through He's it really all. lovely, and then you meet I know, him no, it's just, it's all, everything's at this level, and he doesn't move his face, and he yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, you feel, like, repulsed by his base. Do you think, because there's a lot of, um, like, if you watch E3, all of the company directors are like that as well, mm-hmm. where they're trying to hype you up, and they're trying to be, like, mm. inviting, and, like, we're not here to steal your money. Yeah. But it's all very robotic. They talk about okay. the most exciting thing that they've ever experienced. Yeah. As if they're just reading out, like, the shopping list. I think so, so do you think that that's, like, behaviour that is picked up as you ascend through the chain? Or do you think these really boring people are just, some for some reason, really, like, no appropriate for that position? I think in Tim Martin's case, it, it's just a case of being uh, a bit old and a bit outdated. Yeah, and he's a, definitely out of touch. Yeah, out of touch. Yeah. That's the thing with Tim Martin. He's just alienated with his wealth, I would, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Whereas with E3, I think that's probably more down to they're quite aspy people. Okay. Um, rather than like disconnected from the reality. Yeah. Uh, they just, they are nerds. I can, mm. I, can, I can understand how your wealth would disconnect you from other people yes. if you had a significant wealth like Tim Martin does. Yeah. But surely the guy's got a lot of time on his hands. There's no real excuse. Yeah, there's no real excuse for him to be out of touch. He's got nothing but time, basically. Well, what does he do? Because he's the CEO. Yeah, that is from from what I've from the multiple people that I know who worked at Spoons. That seems to be my understanding of him. He goes to he picks one of his pubs at random, goes there and gets drunk. Yeah, well, that's all he does. It'll come down to like Cardiff and go to all of them. Yeah, and then collects the check. Just an aspect as Jeremy Clarkson without the charisma. That's mm. what I get from him. The kind of guy who would live in the country, wears denim and goes to the pub. Yeah. You know? Thinks all, like, um, the driver should be shot. Like, yeah, that kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Hates cyclists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he definitely hates That cyclists. kind of guy. Uh, but he just lacks the charisma. I'm definitely getting sacked when this goes live. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still in trouble? A Spoon still in trouble after that whole lockdown malarkey with, this, with the wages? Nah, people realise they want cheap drinks. Yeah. Yeah, I had a woman literally... Come up to me and she was like, "Well, I was going to boycott, and then, <laughs> I remembered, then I remembered it was cheap, and then you did the eat out to help out deal, which yeah. was fifteen percent yeah. off." And well, we've been here every night this week. <laughs> I, was like, I fucking know you have love. Yeah. You know, it's one, of, it's one of the. I know you from the beginning said that this was this wasn't going to change people's minds, yeah. um, but it is one of those things where I was like, I wasn't sure. I thought like maybe 
maybe in this age of people who are you know claim to have mm. morals and like we're going to change things and with justice and mm. all that shit i thought maybe some people would stick by it but now that spoons has reopened and everyone is going back it's like yeah of course that was going to happen well, you know before yeah. we, we've talked we talked about like with the um the riots and everything and just it was so are we, are we stated by the way what this whole spoons malarkey is oh before. we'll do it in a sec okay the riots now we were saying it was surprising because you assume that people have a base level of when all said and done there's a base morality of well you don't you can't kill people mm. remember and that was what yeah. was so surprising about it I think Spoons is one of the few things that's actually held up where you're like Spoons is the base morality yeah, the courage of mm. your convictions will not hold up yeah. there are some things that just won't change and Spoons is definitely one of them like yeah. whatever you say you're going to go back to Spoons because it's cheap yeah. and you're young and you don't have any money yeah Maybe it's a financial thing. Or you're Any old, financial body you're old and you're alcoholic. Or you're old yeah. and you're alcoholic. And they'll keep saying they, they didn't care yeah. anyway, right? Well, no, I suppose no. Yeah, they didn't. Um, yeah, the, the Spoons fiasco was that he was initially refusing to pay furlough? Um, no, it was what he said was that he couldn't, he couldn't pay afford us it. without the government's help. Yes. Yeah. That's what he said. And then the unions like stood up and made a deal about it yeah and then the very like next day mm-hmm. um we all got told we were being paid furlough like week one mm. well but he couldn't afford it without the government but the government were paying most of the furlough. yes but the furlough scheme wasn't originally going to start until the end of April. yeah there was, oh, yeah, there was like a month delay between them going on furlough and then being paid for furlough i see okay so that was going to be the thing yeah and then we just got paid yeah stra- straight, <laughs> straight from the off Everyone was like, ah, oh. like even now we've had people who think we didn't get paid. Yeah. yeah. The entire time's like, no, that's bollocks. Is that never spoons app? Uh, is that still a thing? It is still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? It's basically an app that I assume it was dependent in, uh, developed independently by someone. Yeah. Basically, they'll give you a list of non Weatherspoons pubs in the area that oh, you can go right. to. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. 20 quid for a pint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. so, it's always frustrating when shit like that, that mm. happens, though. Because, like, we've defended capitalism, I guess, a couple <laughs> yeah. of times on this podcast. It's like, you know, it's a flawed system, but it's the best system that we have. Mm. Yeah. And I've always, like, expressed frustration when people are like, oh, we shouldn't have such things as billionaires. That's yeah. just proof that it's a broken system. Yeah. Mm. It's like, no, it's proof that you can... You like, can become a billionaire. You can become a billionaire. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can... You, you That system allows you to be as successful as that. But then you have... Companies pulling bullshit like that, but the, I don't. That's not a byproduct of capitalism, is it? That's it's not, but it makes it makes it harder to defend, doesn't mm. it? Not capitalism, a little bit. Why? Well, just because that's the system that they're exploiting, almost, isn't it? Really? Like this guy is making God knows how much money a year. Yeah, and then, uh, 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 you know, when push came to shove, he was like, oh, "I don't have the money to pay all my staff." Yeah, that, but that is not a product of capitalism, is it? That's just a guy exercising his rights <laughs> under the law like yeah. he doesn't he's not legally obliged to do that well he's probably legally obliged to pay his staff which yes, he was claiming he couldn't do yes yes but he also under normal couldn't afford the rent for all of 800 pubs yeah yeah because the rent for all of that is something like 750 million pounds a year yeah and it wasn't yeah. making any money like I'm not, yeah I, I don't know you, I mean you could okay you could say in in a way it's a byproduct because he's a greedy man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's only possible to be as greedy in a capitalist system. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's a, a critique of capitalism as it is a critique of Tim Martin. Yeah, no, it's the greed it is. That's what makes yeah. it difficult. Like at the moment I'm going through um, a redundancy, both me and my father, because we yeah. work for the same company. And we found out that 
I don't know if this is like a thing with companies in general, but basically we're obviously in our uh, redundancy period at the moment, mm. at the end of which we'll get redundancy pay. But then after that, there's a, what's it called? I knew the word right up until I needed to say it. <laughs> notice. It, yeah. We have a notice period after mm. that, which is basically like every, for every year we've worked at the company, we get a week's pay. Yeah. Right. So for example, I've worked five full years at the company. So after the redundancy period is over, I will get five weeks pay. Yeah. However. Do you get a gold watch? I don't get a gold no. watch. No, nothing like that. Um, and my dad has been working for the company, like the maximum is 12 and he's been working there over 12 years. Right. So he gets 12 weeks okay. redundancy pay or uh, notice pay. Mm-hmm. However, if you get a new job during that period, you forfeit the notice money. Mm. Okay. So the people have asked the company, like, look, you've let us go. You mm. obviously don't want us to work for you anymore. Can we just have the money in one installment? You can cut us loose. <laughs> and the company were like, no. Yeah. Because basically that means like, if people get a new job during the notice period, which most people are going to have mm. to do out of necessity, the company don't have to pay you that money anymore. Yeah. So rather than pay you all of the money that you're owed in one go and just cut you loose, they're basically putting you in a position where you have to get a new job and you have to forfeit the money that you're owed. So they well, get to keep that money, you know? It's not illegal, but it's... Well, no, scummy. I mean, you don't have to get... Because you're, you're getting paid as if you were working. So it's not like you're broke and... Do you know what I mean? Like, no, but it's... That's you're, you're incentivized not to get a new job. Yeah. Which is... I don't know where I stand on that, actually. Because, yeah, I mean, if you got a job that was higher paying, for example... Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess if, if you... You're kind of stuck with the... So, for example, I think I, I have to... To get the money that I'm owed, I basically have to stay out of work until, like, the end of October. Yeah. On, like, £100 a week. Yeah. Which is nothing, you know? Yeah. It was barely enough before, but now I'm only getting that every week. Yeah. So what... You were a minimum wage, right? Yeah. Okay. Minimum wage part time. I was as they. I was being paid as little as, as humanly little as, possible. As legally possible. Yeah. She gets more water. Okay. Okay. Go. Uh, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you if you if you bagged yourself a job that was higher paying, you wouldn't care that much. I, I know that you're owed a redundancy. Package. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Like any job I get will either yeah. be equal or yeah. more pay than what I was yes. getting. Yeah. So in that respect, I can't be too hard done. Yeah. Like I can't act too hard done by. But also, it's money that I'm owed by the company. Mm-hmm. So for them to basically dish it out in a fashion where um, I would have to forfeit that mm-hmm. rather than them pay me what I owe, like yeah. that feels a bit, you know. It's I, certainly greed. I'm going to be controversial. Go on and ag- and think that's a sound thing to do. It's I I mean in well, what respect? Fis- it's certainly fiscally sound for the company. For the, yeah, yeah, for the company. Like, oh, we found a way that we can potentially save money, but we're screwing over because you're not really you're not really being shafted. You're just not getting more than you could, if you know what I mean. You're getting paid. Exactly. I'm getting less than I was promised, though. Is the no, thing. But you're getting, we're all getting less than we're promised. But you're getting paid a weekly salary, right? I will be. Yeah. Yeah, but if I, but that's the thing. If I get a job, I'll lose that weekly salary. Yes, but this is my point. You, you're if you don't get a job, if nothing happens now, you'll be paid as if you were still doing that job. Mm. But in your in your particular case, you could only get paid the same or more, right? Mm. So they're not like fucking you over in that sense. Mm. You're just not getting more money, mm. like your redundancy and a new salary. Yeah. So I don't know where I stand on it. I'm definitely not like... Um, I mean, I'm thinking more about... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was so low down the food chain. This kind mm. of stuff doesn't really... Yeah. It's more the people who work there for like mm-hmm. 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. How they're kind of getting like shafted a little bit. Uh-huh. A lot of the people who worked there, because it was... Um, they dealt with cars. Yeah. A lot of the staff own company cars, mm. which they have to give back to the company because they no longer work for the company mm-hmm. anymore. So they're going to be left without a vehicle 
on a weekly salary that's probably not going to be enough for them to buy a new car. Yeah. I suppose because the company, I mean, they can obviously, they could probably afford to pay lump sums. Mm. Um, I think that's an option. I don't think it's like, mm. oh, you have to pay it weekly. Like the company have chosen to pay it weekly. Yeah. So that's what I, I've kind of, I'm trying to think of what I would do if I was a, a business leader. I think like it's, I admire the strategy of we'll pay you weekly, mm. but if you get another job, then it's negated. I admire that. I feel like if I was a company... In the sense that you admire the audacity of it? No, no, I admire it's sound business practice. Yes, yeah, so that's them. good. Yeah, yeah. It's the point. Mm. Yeah, I admire it for that. But that's how you do. Nah. Yeah, I admire, I admire that. I yeah. don't admire the humanity of it. Yeah. <laughs> I admire the business strategy of it. Um, but I feel if I was a company leader, I like to think I would pay it as a lump sum, like here's your redundancy package, go get another job. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the argument a lot of people are making. It's like, you got rid of us. You don't want us to work here anymore. Yeah. You've broken the law. This is a whole other thing. But you've right. like broken the law, basically, by not offering us positions within the company. Right. And yet you're keeping us on a leash. Mm. You're not cutting us free even though you don't want us. You right. Know? Well, yeah. I mean, they in an ideal world, they would want you is the thing, right? Yeah. They just well, that's the thing. This, this whole breaking the law thing. This is not something that I knew about. Yeah. This is something that I've heard from people but I trust them. Mm. And that is that apparently, again, I don't know if it's just a, a, a this company thing or whether it's a general thing. Mm. If you're made redundant uh, through circumstances beyond your control, so not like you weren't fired, mm-hmm. like what happened with us, it's like our business flooded. Yeah. So we were put uh, on furlough before coronavirus was mm. even a thing. Now we've all been let go because that business is not going to be refurbished. What the company then have to do is everyone at dealerships or like other businesses within a reasonable distance Mm -hmm. have to also be made redundant and then everyone has to reapply for their jobs right which what that basically means is you're not losing the best people Mm -hmm. so say for example i'm the third best salesman at x dealership and x dealership gets shut down Mm -hmm. but there are people at y dealership who Mm -hmm. are infinitely worse at their job Mm -hmm. i am given a i'm given the chance to keep my job at their expense so the the company are always keeping the best staff if that makes sense but the company are not doing that. Mm. Right. Even though it's a legal requirement for them to do that and the businesses are in uh, close proximity, they've, they're just letting no. those people go. They're not giving it's them It's a legal requirement, is it? Mm. Apparently, yeah. That's weird. That shouldn't be legally required, right? Well, that's the thing. It's sort of, on the surface, it seems a bit like, oh, you lose your job, like yeah. you're made redundant, but someone else loses their yeah. job. But what that ensures is that the best people are always keeping their jobs. Mm. Yes, like I'm all for the meritocracy, but it feels like that should be the company's decision, not like... Well, that's their argument. It's our decision. It's not a legal requirement. It's our decision. I mean, They've it, also said that like these other businesses would also have to be shut down mm-hmm. for that uh, to come into effect. Yeah. To which the counter-argument is, well, if those businesses are shut down as well, what jobs are we reapplying for? It's um, it's a legal... I mean, it either is a legal requirement or isn't, right? Yeah. Like, if it is, then they've got to do it. Yeah. If it isn't, then I don't I don't think they should have to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, it's not right that... I, I get by because I'm the fifth best salesman at this thing. I'm not the best. I'm not the worst. But you know what? Like, I, yeah. I do my job. And all of a sudden, I've lost it because you had the unfortunate flooding. Mm. And now their best salesman is... You know, it's kicking everyone down a peg. Yeah. And so I get I lose my job. Which I understand. Yeah. But then again, if you are the worst employee in that company, yeah. why should a better employee lose their job because of circumstances beyond their control? But it's an act of God, isn't it? It is an act of That's God. Like, but... I'm all for meritocracy. Like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, the best people should keep their jobs. Yeah, and be yeah. trying. But at the same time, it's a little bit unfair. Mm. That like, But I, I did my job. 
like I might be the worst but I'm still good at it but no. all of a sudden because a fire a fire happened over there yeah. I've got to lose my job now yeah. yeah that's not fair not necessarily like you could be the worst at your job because you don't do your job properly yeah yeah but I'm saying mm. let's take the example of someone who is good at their job they're just the worst at it yeah it's not fair they should have to lose it because a ba- an unfortunate thing happened but isn't it over there isn't it just as unfair that the best salesman shouldn't lose his job because no because fire? bad luck that you just had shit luck I'm afraid mm. Mm. do you know what I mean I well, like the, 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 if, the, if the worst salesman has had shit luck as well because he lost his job even though yeah, but then, no, somebody but, else's dealership yeah but that's, that's, ma- that's a man made disaster I'm talking about like this literally active well not literally but you know what I mean it's, it's an act of nature isn't it mm. it's flooding it's not like the company reshuffling or a, a shit thing happened to you sorry dude like I think they should try and look find positions for those salesmen in other branches mm. I don't think it should just be oh you, you're done now yeah but I don't feel like it's fair that someone loses their job because of that. It's like, is there an opening? All right, yeah. we'll put you here. But that's, that's the other thing as well. It's not just, right, who's the worst salesman? Okay, you, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Everyone is given the opportunity. Everyone's given the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. You've all been made redundant. Yeah. There are X amount of jobs available. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You know? What do you mean? Well, that's the system. Yeah. If a salesman loses their job, then uh, somebody in... A dealership within reasonable reasonable distance, mm-hmm. they all lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. So all of the salesmen have to reapply for the salesman jobs, and the best salesmen get in. Right, and the okay. worst salesmen lose. What you think? Right, a flood happens at site A. Yeah, and person A is the best salesman at site A. Yeah, and then person B is the worst salesman at site B. Yeah, and the company really wants to place person A somewhere. Yeah, it is a sensible decision to go. Well, we get rid of person B at site B and put in person A. Yeah. I'm kind of yeah like you would do that if you were a sensible mm, company yeah. yeah but I still I would still you like know, I said there's, the there's, there's a buffer between that like I said it's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. we're getting rid of yeah. person B without you, you can trial reapply. if that you makes can, sense yeah. mm. like you're both given the same you both have to reapply for that job you're yeah. given the same opportunity yeah that's you know? fair and maybe it would be a case of uh, okay now you've got to fight for your job again everyone's got to like make X amount of sales yeah and, Here's yeah. your chance to prove that you're not you're actually not the worst salesman. Yeah, that's that we have. fair. Yeah. But I that's the grassroots labor thing of me saying I still think it's unfair. If you you were you were coasting but you were doing your job and all of a sudden because someone else had bad luck, you have to lose your job. Yeah. That's like the no fight the no, system. No, I think thing I think that's interesting. Like, is that actually a good system? Mm. Like if one person loses their job, everybody's made redundant, so everyone has an equal opportunity to regain their job I don't know about being made redundant I would say okay they've lost their jobs yeah. but they're really good people over there this company wants to keep so we're going to set a threshold and if if any of you fall below this threshold at site B mm. you're going to be terminated and we're going to bring in the better people from yeah, yeah. I think that's a good system mm. but at it's least, also least, that's by making it smart as well yeah and it, yeah. it gives the coasters incentive to do better but it also yeah. um, it also gives them the opportunity to properly assess the person at site A yeah. It's like, oh, you were the be- third best salesperson because of figures. Yeah. But now that we've seen you in an interview, you're Maybe actually terrible. Maybe mm. approach it like they're getting paid their redundancy money, but approach it like an internship. Okay, you come over to our site now. Mm. We can't pay you a proper wage yet. But yeah, everyone's going to be pitted against each other. It's going to be like, um, what's the David Mamet thing? Uh, you know, the hyper business. What's that? Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Right. Where it's about a bunch of people who have to sell stocks and stuff. Mm. Alec Baldwin, you've probably seen the speech where he's like, um, oh, what's it? What's the, what's the famous line? Not always, always be closing. Is that what it is? Something like that. 
Yeah, it'll always be closing sometimes. That's a thing. Mm. Um, I know when when losers don't get something. I gotta Google this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very famous like hyper masculine. All these guys like having like ulcers and sweating mm. over keeping their jobs. <laughs> right. Um, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I'm doing the Eddie. You are doing the Eddie. <laughs> losers. Uh, yeah. Real talk, Eddie. Though, what's the point in having him if he can't even remember shit? Nah, that, that, that is what you're you, good for. To be is fair. you just know shit off the top of your head? I, that's what I'm good for, is it? Yeah, not keeping this podcast afloat. No. <laughs> um, I mean, you provide the house. I provide the house. Yeah. Um, you have to bear with me here. The only closers get coffee, bitches. No, only closers. Yeah, only closers get coffee. Ha! Okay. I did remember it before I googled it. Oh yeah, Fuck like you. just before. Fuck you, bitch. Like that's, I still remember That's it. just as bad as like just waiting t- till Google shows you the answer. How is it? How is it just as bad? Because you're there. Like the information is there, you just haven't seen it yet. Well, that's always true if you don't know something. No, 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 but there's a difference between you just sitting in that chair, staring, you, staring you, at a blank laptop screen going, I can't remember. You are saying. Versus you staring at the article ham, ham, going, ham, I can't remember. If, if the quality we're judging here is my ability to simply remember things without provocation. Yeah. You're saying there's a meaningful- So you admit that you were provoked? No, without provocation. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't provoked. Okay. Without provocation. Right. You're saying there's a meaningful discrepancy to be made between if I was sitting on that couch and remembered it there yeah. and I walked over to sit down and before I typed remembered it you're saying that there's a meaningful difference between those two things well there's nothing to say that like coming over and typing it in was provocation enough for you to remember that information if you're just sitting on that couch right and you, there's no like external stimuli but there was so what I was thinking no, was no there, no, there wasn't no, you're no, just no. sitting on a sofa whereas no, now you're physically typing the, the word the stimuli in. was me thinking Glenn Gary Glenn Ross monologue yeah and as I was typing it in I remembered it yeah so you're saying the physical action of me typing out G-L-E-N that is a form of stimuli is it not Okay, but what are we judging here? Should I have to remember things without thinking of things? <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, you shouldn't have to make the effort to to go find that information. But what's thinking if not making an effort to think of something? No, physically, a physical effort. Typing? Yeah. What if someone paces while they're thinking of something? <laughs> no, you're allowed to do... No, my point is... Yeah. It would have been more impressive yeah. if you just knew that information so as opposed the, to having to look it up. It's, but I didn't look it up. The so, fact that you looked... No, you did look it up. Like, it doesn't matter that... It doesn't matter that you didn't see that information. Of course it does. No, it does. Of course it because does. Because it's infinitely less impressive. Like, Why is it all you had to do was wait... Listen, like, listen it, might you less, had, like, it might be less the impressive. The information was there. It might be less impressive. It's not infinitely less impressive. It is. What are we... Right, what are you judging here? My ability... My haste in remembering... Like, if you were just sitting there and going, oh, what's the Glenn Gary Ross speech? Uh... Closers always get coffee. Yeah. Like, oh, that's impressive. What's that Glenn Gary Only Ross closers get coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. No, you didn't. You said closers always Eddie? get coffee. You said closers always get coffee. Okay. Closers only closers get coffee. It was the same words. No, always wasn't in there. Yeah, closers always get coffee. No, only closers, only closers, get, closers coffee. Coffee. get coffee. Only closers get coffee. It was the same <laughs> principle. No, it's not impressive. Okay. Oh, I missed this so much. <laughs> <laughs> My point being, Sam, if you were yes. just sitting in that chair and you were like, mm. oh, what's that information? Yes. Oh, this is the information. If you That's was... impressive. But if you go, what's that information? I can't remember. i got to look up that information now. That's yes, less impressive. Let, let's put the hedge in there that I didn't like see the information. I did remember it. Yeah. But I was typing as I remembered. Yeah. So... If what we it ju- takes the shine off listen, it at the listen, very listen. least. Would you not agree? I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to... If you're judging my haste at remembering it, yes, it is less impressive 
that I didn't remember it instantly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yes. But I did remember it. If you see like a fire breather. Yeah. And he's just in the street and he just yeah. breathes fire. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, that's really impressive. Yeah. But if you see a fire eater in the street and he's like, right. And he starts like shoving, yeah, yeah. what is it? Like corn, not corn syrup. Whatever they put down right. their throats to block their throats. Yeah, yeah. When you see him do that and then you see him breathe fire. Yes. You go, yeah, it's not as, I'm not as impressed. I'll be okay. okay. Fine. That's, forget all the stimuli, stimulant bullshit. <laughs> if we are purely judging my speed at remembering things, yeah. then yes, I agree that faster is obviously better. Yes. Okay. Well, it's not just speed. It's you're sitting in that chair. There is no opportunity at this present moment for you to be given the answer. But you were at that laptop. That information was coming to you and then you remembered it. But th- this is the thing where you're doing a Jordan and just thought you stopped making sense. Because... <laughs> Again, unless you think there's a meaningful difference between me being in another room and walking into this room I know, to type. That's the thing. I don't want it to just be like, oh, you just have to remember that information quickly. That's all I need yeah. to be impressed. But the It's st- the fact that you're yeah, making you're, strides to fit. The, th- to- the thing that you saying stimulated my remembering it yeah. is, was already the stimulus in my head. Yes. I saw nothing new that made me think, oh, it's that. Okay. Glenn, Gary, Glenn, Ross are the only words currently up on the screen. Yeah. Which are the words I was thinking in my head. Okay. Which I said out loud as yes. well. There's no, nothing additional here. No. Just time. But time you, is the only addition. But you were typing it out. The it's words the that were, I said out loud and were in my head. That, nothing new. I think you're just, you're no, just no, no. relying on the, technicality no, no, no. here. I'm not relying on technicality. I'm conceding the only addition here mm. is time. Yeah. It took more time. I, I don't think you can say my physically typing out Glengarry Glen Ross somehow deflates I'm, my ability saying, to remember it. What I'm saying is if you take an exactly the same amount of time yes. to remember that information... Without typing it. Without typing it, it would yeah. still have been more impressive. I disagree. No, I know. So what, okay, what if I just sat you going Glengarry Glen Ross, Glengarry Glen Ross, Glengarry Glen Ross, and then remembered it? Is that more impressive than yeah. typing it out? Why? Yeah. Because I know that information came from your head. But it still came from my head. Yeah, but it was you were typing on the laptop. But how is that? Okay, you tell me then, because you're quantifying this. <laughs> what is what is the difference, like meaningfully, between typing something out and just repeating right, it? Right. Let me draw a diagram, Eddie. Where's, where's the paper? <laughs> this is this is silly. I haven't got any. Silly. Why did silly. you not bring paper? You always you, you know. I don't need it in anymore. In an argument, I always need to draw a diagram. No, I mean you do, but because, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to have a debate that further, I was just going to watch. Furthermore, furthermore. We'll just cap it off with this, right? Because <laughs> this isn't going anywhere. Okay. Um, I'm not a visual learner either. Okay. I don't get things... I don't learn from seeing things out in front of me. Right. I read information and maintain it in my head. That's okay. how I learn. So it's even more impressive. How? Because me seeing the words on the screen wouldn't provoke me. Because that's not how I learn things. Look, Sam... It's done. It's over. We're agreed yeah. that it's over. we're agreed that you having to type it in no, took the shine off. We're it. not agreed. On we that. are agreed, we're on not that. agreed on that. Let's move on. I will agree that taking slightly more time is less impressive than taking no time. Well, I mean that's obvious. Yeah, it is. That is the only yeah. true thing that's happened in this conversation. Yes. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know what we're moving on to. What are we talking about? Well, I went for a walk. Uh, were we, were we, did that interrupt a, a conversation that was happening? No, no, we were coming to the end of it. Okay, anyway. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went for a walk. Okay. Uh, a little while ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing happened? <laughs> well, actually, no. Uh, I, it did. I, I went for a walk in... It's this place I hadn't been to before. 
It's like this forestry area. Mm. Um, and on my way back, I encountered these two people who were lost. Right. Um, and you murdered them. I did not murder them. Did you rape them? I did not rape them. Did you hit them? I encountered these two people. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> you've got to do one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and they were lost. And like, do you get that thing where like... Um, he's the hitchhiker. No, he's the driver. The what? Up, you pick up the hitchhiker. The, the driver picks up the hitchhiker. Oh, I'm the Kemper. the rope and the carrot scene. Yeah, in Ed the, Kemper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we were actually watching um, an Ed Kemper documentary yeah. yesterday, and my sister figured out that Ed Kemper was the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. think about it. They were operating in the same area. Were they? At the same... Yeah. In California. It was him. It was the Zodiac Killer, Ed Kemper, and there was another one. Yeah, but like most serial killers... Are in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they were all, it was all like basically around the same time. Okay. It was those three serial killers. Well, he's not. Is How he? pissed off must you be? Yeah. If you're a serial killer, like you've, you've, you've resorted to that way of life. <laughs> resorted to it. Yeah. Like, and like you, you've exhausted all your other <laughs> yeah, options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, you're doing all those, you know, you're performing these despicable, heinous actions yeah. in the pursuit of initially catharsis but then at the end of it like infamy like I will go down infamy sometimes yeah and you find out that there are two other serial killers yeah that operated in the same area as you at the same time that will be remembered forever and you will always be the third guy you'll always yeah. be the what's the name of the guy that didn't step foot on the moon yeah uh, Michael Collins yeah you'll mm, always be the yeah. Michael Collins yeah of serial killers how pissed off yeah must you be yeah that is annoying yeah it's like uh, sort of like the whole thing of it inside Lowen Davis isn't it like, what if you were the guy that happened to play the open mic on the night that Bob Dylan did? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, these people were lost. And I was going to ask, do you ever have that thing where, like, you're doing something, and you're doing it successfully, but then if someone calls you out on it, it's like, oh, how are you doing that thing? You have no idea how to explain yes. that to them. Yeah. It was a similar situation where I was walking through this place that I'd never been to before, mm. but I kind of instinctively sort of like, oh, I'll find my way back. Mm. But then the moment they asked for directions, I was immediately lost as well. Right. I had no idea where I yeah. was. So we all we all got lost together. Right. Mm. So we all um, sort of intuited our way back to the the way out. Mm-hmm. They said thank you, mm-hmm. and they went on their merry way. Who are these people? Don't know. No, like what? What do they look like? How oh, people. How, how old were they? <laughs> They're probably like our age. I think. They're our age. Yeah. Man, woman, men. Women. Well, it was a couple. A man he, and a woman. Yeah, a man and a woman. Okay. But like he was from Newport. Right. And he was, you know. Newport. Yeah. yeah. But also he was like a lad. Okay. He was like a Newport lad. Right. And she was like like a, a lass. Yeah. A Newport lass. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They weren't like a the, ladette. Yeah, they yeah. weren't the uh the most cultured of people. No. But yeah, they said thank you, they went on their merry way and I never seen them again. I never will see them again. Yeah. Because they're in the boot of your car. <laughs> My question is yeah. if there is You'll a- see them when they're his slaves in paradise. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My question is, if there is a God, yeah. a divine being, yeah. who is, uh, you know, everything that happens is of the their game. design, mm. yeah. where does that fit into the whole thing? What? Your experience? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, w- I went for a walk. This couple asked me how to get back. Mm-hmm. I couldn't provide them with that information. We walked back together, and now they're gone. Is nothing, this the, no, nothing was gained. You are 25 years old today. Yes. Is this the first time you've ever experienced something that seemed basically pointless? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Because that happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot, Eddie, yeah. No, no. It's the most recent time that I've experienced right. that. So I, it stood out to me because I had that thought afterwards. Okay. Like, genuine, like, if, there, if, if this is all, like, 
God's plan. If if all of reality yeah. is just God's plan playing out. Yeah. Mm. Where does that fit into the plan? You were the scene in Fargo where she meets the Chinese dude. Where it's like, this ha- has nothing to yeah. do with what's going on. <laughs> exactly. This is yeah. just colour. Yeah. Okay. Well, the conditional... Well, I'm hardly a colourful person. Like, the, no, but it wasn't a stimulating you know conversation I mean, like, we had. This is in there for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Other than to be there. Well, no, because that usually seems like that. It's like... Apologies. It's either like world building, yeah, a little bit, mm-hmm. or like you said, it's color. It's to give the scene a bit of well, or, no, I or think or in, they in say this something, case, or they'll say something, yeah, that will like summarize the theme of the film. Yeah, but in Fargo is notorious for this scene because because it doesn't do those. I think in Fargo's case, and it kind of ties in with this, is to lend it a veracity, a verisimilitude. Yeah, because the whole idea of Fargo is it's based on a true story. And in true stories, things happen of no consequence. But and so it's the very same thing. Something happened to you of no consequence. Yeah, because that's what life is. But your conditional. But that's the thing. Was, it's life. It doesn't need verisimilitude. It is truth. Yeah, but that's it, what, it just is. But life, life is, is full of pointless random encounters. Yeah, but why? Because that's what life if is. If life was designed, if this is okay, but this is, yeah, right. So the the important thing here is the conditional clause. If there were a god that designed reality, yeah. Okay, I don't know how to answer you then theologians have tried for thousands of years <laughs> yeah but I'm not asking like what's the meaning of life I'm asking what's the you meaning kind of this are. no no what I'm asking <laughs> is like the meaning of this one encounter how can I answer what the meaning of this one encounter is if I don't know what the point of the whole thing is well because it's one part of the answer I'm giving you like a small part of I'm providing you with a stepping stone to the answer of the meaning of life I don't know why you're fighting me on this Sam. No, I can't answer what I think this means if I don't know what the whole point is well, surely the answer of what this means will help lead you to the point of what. No, because it could mean anything. It, the whole po- its whole pointlessness could be the point. Yeah. See, so, you were led to an answer there. Yeah, but there's th- there's a thousand answers that I could give you. Mm. Well, what what makes the most sense to you? If there were a god, why this happened? Yeah. Okay, what kind of god are we talking about? <laughs> well, one uh, one that is designed. Life, a ben- a, 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 what's not bele- not benevolent? That's like no, good. omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipresent omni made anything being right whatever that word is yeah omni creator the creator yeah yeah created like oh i'm gonna create these this scenario where these like three people who've never met and will never meet again get momentarily lost and share inane conversation well we need to agree on our definitions here Mm. so by god we are seeing a creative agency Mm. that he's the writer basically it's a he reality they are (laughs) Yeah. It's a creative they force. Are. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. We don't, no, no, no. We no. don't need to define... We don't need to, like, denote what the god is. No, we kind of do. This is why. No, no, because the god is just the writer of reality. Yeah, yeah, That's this is what I'm saying. Who god is... Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. really matter. Yes, it does. In the Why sense, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter if it's Yahweh or Allah or whatever name you give it. It matters yeah. in the in the quality of the, this god. Is this god a person who designed reality to a specific end? Right. That is, is written a book that has a point, or is it a god that threw you know dust into nothing yeah. and now and has no control or cares what happens? Mm. What god are we talking about? We're talking about the one that this is a, a novel that's going somewhere. Yeah, right. There's a point. Yeah, there's a point to human experience, and presumably that we learn something. Yes, right. So what could we possibly learn from your experience mm. if the universe has a an express purpose? Yes. I don't know. Okay, thank you, Sam. What do you think it is? Well, that's the thing. It doesn't mean anything. No. No. 
Because I, I, I didn't, I didn't like these people. No. Like one of the like the guy reminded me of a guy that I worked with at the university. Mm-hmm. It was very much like him. Mm-hmm. I already know that I don't like those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. So this guy wasn't going to change my mind on the matter. No. If that's what it was, if the idea was, oh, this encounter is to help change your mind and show, yeah. oh, these like Newporty laddish mm. twats mm. are actually good people. This was not the forum to do it. Okay, so it's not that. So it's not mm. that, right? But you understand how it could be an infinite amount of things. It could be the case. Yes, that I want to. I want to whittle it down from infinity to, at the very least, a short list. But I don't know if we can get a short list. For example, let's just say in tw- 10, 20 years time, right? This podcast becomes a juggernaut, mm. somehow changes the world in a really big way, mm. right? Hypothetical. Yeah. And so God created this situation so that we would have content to fill up this this particular podcast mm. because maybe the fact that we had nothing to talk about would dispirit us and we decided not to do another podcast. Right. So maybe we needed this thing to happen so we could talk about it. But we it. were going to do this so, podcast regardless. No, but you, you never know. You never know. Maybe this this one goes so terribly. But you declared at the end of episode 30 we'd be back for episode 31 and this happened after. No, no, no. I'm talking about 32. Right, okay. Maybe this, this podcast goes so terribly without this story mm. that we it completely you know we become jaded and we don't want to do it again right you don't become the first transgender queen of England right exactly okay yeah I'm not quite sure what happened there (laughs) have you been having a different conversation Eddie no I'm just am I gonna am I gonna play this back and I'm gonna hear like all of this like all of these interjections from you that me and Sam are just not responding (laughs) to maybe without this experience the Fun Filter podcast is derailed off the tracks and the train that the juggernaut that it becomes in the future won't happen without this story. Okay, it could be that. Do you feel like this was premium content? No, but no. <laughs> but do you, get, do you get my point? I get your the point. The idea that it could be literally anything. Yeah, he did it because I don't know. If you didn't go on that walk, you'd have a coronary. Okay, and so you needed to get a bit lost. But it was the same distance I would have walked had I not got lost. Okay, it was not that then. Maybe it's. I don't know, maybe that... It depends how you judge it. Because it's like, you can't say maybe he did this to stop something else from happening because he's the one that decides that thing never happened anyway. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, those people those people need to get lost because otherwise there would have been a tragic road accident or... Can't be that. Yeah. So it I mean, could be anything. Maybe it? it's important in their story, not in yours. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is possible, but like I said, I'm, I'm hardly a colourful individual. No. It's not like they left and like, do you know what? I'm sad we'll never see that person again. Yeah. They probably forgot about me the moment that they left. Mm. Yeah. You know? This does feel like an incredibly pointless conversation. Because <laughs> it's all it's all operating principle none of us believe in. Right. None of us believe that God created that, did do we? Eddie, no. do you? No. Okay. <laughs> do you? Well, I was asking Eddie because Eddie's been quiet through the yeah. whole... He said no. Yeah, there you do go. Do you? Yeah. So we don't think that it's... Do you think God created that situation? We, we, we don't think this was a worthwhile conversation that has been had. <laughs> no, I mean, it filled time. Yeah. It did that. If nothing, well, if, I, if nothing else, <laughs> it got us... It I, I'd have hoped time. this podcast yeah. would have more value than just filling time, you know? Does it? I know that's what a lot of podcasts <laughs> do. Yeah. They just kind of fill time. Or yeah. at the very least, they sort of fill the silence yeah. while you're doing a thing. Well, at least mm. we, we are doing nothing... 
with a kind of with a certain degree of panache, I suppose. Are we? <laughs> I mean, there's not a reckless disregard. Most podcasts where nothing happens, that people not say much. I mean, yeah. So I'm playing this video game, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Into yeah, we're room. not that. That is at least this is like a, you know, at least this is a not flamboyant. At least this is a florid, pointless exercise. Okay. <laughs> if nothing else, some good words were said in it. Right. Yeah. Is that and isn't, isn't that enough? There's something insidious about cretins. that. There's something insidious about that, though, isn't there? Because it can fool um, certain people into thinking, "Oh, this was actually a productive conversation," or at the very least, this was a like a conversation where something happened. I feel that's most conversations. Like if the smart people speak smartly at each other, yeah, then I'll then I feel like something has been gained. Yeah, but mm. it hasn't. We've we've come out of this conversation no better or worse than when we started. No, but it's like. You know, you've written. You're a writer. Yeah. You know, I'm a writer. A large part of what we do is posture to look like we mean something. Yeah. So, but this is nothing. This is literally a conversation about a thing that happened and it meant nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what this was. Yeah. But you know, there. Okay. There are worse ways to whittle away your finite time on this earth than listening to a pointless conversation that at least was expressed well. Because okay. there are pointless conversations that aren't even expressed well. Right. And that truly is a waste of your time. Like? You want me to give an example <laughs> of a pointless conversation? Well, you should, if you didn't have said. an example, you shouldn't have opened yourself up to be asked an exa- for an example. Do I need to provide an example for that? Yeah, I it's like one. It's like me saying, kids die every day. And you go, okay, name one. Yeah, name well, one. Well, I don't. I can't, <laughs> I can't name one. Some, I, 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 okay, let's say, I would stake my, any p- future fortune, yeah. personal fortune, on the fact that somewhere in the world right now, a pointless conversation expressed stupidly <laughs> is happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have just you could have just said like the hype house or something and left it at that. That is the TikToker house. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but there are probably money like no end of pointless conversations happen under that yeah. roof. Yes, I would. Mm. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking, but of they're not aware it's pointless. At least for software, I don't know whether that makes it better or worse. Yeah, because um, we're always uh, critical to a degree of self-awareness, aren't mm. we? Are we? Well, of it, self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, not not broadly. I quite like self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness. You're is, talking about postmodernism. I was going to say okay. self-awareness is a good thing, but self-awareness in a postmodern context, yes, is often just exhausting right basically okay and and frustrating i mean that was a postmodern conversation we just had because we deconstructed the very active conversation itself did we yeah okay we, we were talking news to me eddie <laughs> we were talking about talking and how pointless it was okay that was a very acid style conversation right and um, now we're talking about talking about how right yeah yeah it's post postmodern yeah mm. which yeah. again is a very acidy thing you just layer on it's postmodern the squares. levels of conversation that you're having yeah yeah. Until like the initial conversation is just sort of like buried underneath these layers and layers of right garbage. Yeah. And so you can't even rem- remember. Yeah, but the, th- the about. thing that we usually dislike about postmodernism is that it's smart ass. And yes. I think, what has this conversation been if not a lament? Okay. We've not, we've not been <laughs> raveling and look how ironic we are. Like kind of deconstructing the art of conversation. It's just been like, why are we doing this? <laughs> um. So let's carry on and forget okay. whatever happened. Well, I brought up, <laughs> I brought up the hype house. I brought up TikTokers. Do you want to talk about? I feel lightheaded now. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about uh, Belle Delphine? Sure. Oh, I, I feel like that's uh, an acceptable segue, right? Yeah. TikTokers to Belle Delphine. Yeah. Pointlessness, Belle um, Delphine. So we mentioned her. I think it was two episodes ago, right? Was it two? Okay. I think so. Uh, it's difficult to know because we record like a week in advance. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we mentioned it, and you were listening back to that audio. Yeah. And I think decided, oh, I'll actually look up who Belle Delphine is. Because right. you have no idea. No idea. Are you big familiar with her mistake. now? I'm relatively familiar with her, yes. Do you agree with Eddie's statement that it was a big mistake? To look her up? Yeah. Um, I don't know. My Okay, my whole tone... Are you, do you feel happier knowing that you shared not share a planet with Belle Delphine? No. But you know when someone is really angry? Mm-hmm. And... And they talk like this the whole time. And it's like, please get angry because I'm scared you're going to stand you mean your yeah. general, how you generally talk. Your, your general <laughs> demeanor. You know what I mean? Like, when you want someone, you've done something wrong and you want the person to get pissed off at you. Yeah, and like, I'm not, not mad, I'm No, whatever. No, they don't even say that. It's just like either silence or whatever. Okay. So please give me an emotional yeah, response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is sort of my response to Belle Delphine. Not subdued anger. I've gone past kind of feeling anything about it. Right. And I'm just like this about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, since that's not really acceptable in a podcast no. format, <laughs> no. we're going to have to dig a little bit into this. Yeah. You want me to to kind of summon anger about it? Yeah. Well, okay. So do you have I any opinion really. on the Yeah, Delphine? I do. But I, getting angry about her, I think, is like counterintuitive. Okay. Well, you don't have to get angry. No. But no, at no. least tell us a little bit about... Well, you guys knew her before I did. So yep. when you explain what she is. Yeah, from my understanding, I think she is a TikToker, right? She's got a TikTok. She's got a TikTok, but she's like a... I don't want to say media personality or like YouTube personality. She's a new media personality. Mm-mm. I don't even know if she's that. I think she's, she's just someone who... Granted, I think that's what new media personalities are. They are just someone who's over there doing their own thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, she's, for a while, she's just been a person who was over there doing her own thing. Um, NMP, we should make that a thing. NMP. An NMP. An NMP. A new media personality. A new media personality, mm. yeah. Because yeah. um, that can encompass anything, isn't it? People usually say, like, vloggers. Yeah. I think yeah. when people think of, like, YouTube people, they think of, like, vloggers. Yeah. T- but yeah. but I don't think Belle Delphine is a, has, is a vlogger. No, an NMP could be anybody who's become famous through the internet, really. But when I, I suppose the best examples to go to would be people who do a vlog or just do their own thing in their own house that's of no consequence yeah yeah and people inexplicably care yes yeah yeah. well she's an like e-gamer girl isn't she yeah she, does she that's, game that's her, she, well she can game she can game I don't know if, she's again, definitely she's identified I've seen e-gamer girl that's one thing she's considered mm. it's that and something else something to do with Japan well the reason maybe. the reason that I know about her is because she a little while ago and I think I brought this up on the podcast yeah. when we last talked about her she started selling her own bath water that she'd bathed in. Mm-hmm. Gamer Girl bath water. Yeah. And it was selling for like $30 for like a little tub like right. that. Um, like that. This is not going to mean anything to the audience, <laughs> is it? What would you say? Like a... Like a, like L- a, like a, a tub that... Like a salsa jar. Like okay. a little, little jar of salsa yes. sized. Okay. Yeah. Of Gamer Girl bath water. Marmite. Or Marmite. Yeah. 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 Marmite might be a better size. Yeah, it's a good size. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good size. Yeah. It's a good size. Um... Yes, and that was that was making a big stink on the internet. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who are like, oh, this is fucking stupid. But then there are also a lot of people who are like, well, she's sold out. Yeah. So, you know, there's something going on here. She's the kind of person that conservatives would simultaneously have to admire and loathe. Mm. <laughs> because someone who's like, can make a fortune off that sort of thing. Yeah. You can't admire the entrepreneurialism of But it, also but look at her. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because she's also like... she cosplays a lot yeah um, she's famous for the we looked up the word what was it Ahugu Ahugo or something Hauga mm. Ahagao it's the, the face she makes yeah the yeah. anime cum face which she yeah. does a lot 
Yeah, but the Game of Girl Bathwater thing, that's how I know her. Okay. Like, I saw the, the H3 podcast video that they did where he, where she sent him, like, a like a jar of her own spit. Yeah. I nice. Think, nice. In place, because sold, they'd, they'd sold out of Game of Girl Bathwater, and he was going to buy one. Because that's the problem as well with YouTube. There's a lot of people who, like, oh, look, I've ironically bought yeah, Mel Bathwater. Yeah, irony. Mm. Yeah, that's something we often But you strip well. away the irony. You know, you've just bought $30 worth of bathwater, you yeah. know? As Mark Kermode says, postmodernism means never having to say you're sorry. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's like one video, can't remember who did it, but one video where someone bought the bathwater and then drank it. Yeah. Like, oh, isn't it funny? I bought bathwater and drank it. Yeah. But you've just no. bought, that's what you've done. You've just bought bathwater yeah. and you've drank. Anyway. The only I thing I'm trying to think of, if I've ever done anything, like bought something ironically. Yeah. Or the only time I've ever done something vaguely like that, it was just as a joke to myself, even. Mm. <laughs> Um, I used a, a a Jesus bookmark for crime and punishment. <laughs> right. Nice. So I like nice. the idea of, of putting Christ into a there's, nihilistic There's, there's a bit more uh, going on there yeah. than drinking yeah. bath water. Yeah, it? but it was just a, whenever I glanced, I go, <laughs> God, I'm I'm brilliant, aren't I? But, uh, you were saying that to God as well, weren't you? Mm. God, okay. aren't I brilliant? To myself, yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you we're just going to let that slide already. <laughs> oh, no, he's just going to let we that slide. We know his ego already. Yeah. You know it. It's fine. <laughs> On. Well, no, that's how I know Belle Delphine. Okay, I don't yeah. know if there was more to okay. that I had to explain. How do you know, know Belle Delphine? So, same time, mm-hmm. um, there's a YouTuber I watch called Willany. Called what? He's called Willany. Uh, so that's his YouTube thing. His name's William Lenny. Okay, right. Um, and he did a like commentary thing about her. Okay. Yeah, I've seen. Okay, so I decided to look her up. I saw two of her music, her two music videos. Yeah. The H3 segment talking about her. Yeah, spec- that I sent you. Yeah. Um, and I read her Wikipedia page and then I saw I didn't watch the videos but loads of people saying we have to get rid of Belle Delphine and we have to stop her and yeah, all that yeah. I do, whenever I see this stuff I just think what would my grandfather think <laughs> and I think if I showed him video have you ever considered like in situations like that I was like oh, what would he think have you ever considered actually introducing him to no, this no because I just um, no. Not Belle Delphine. He, he incorporated Snowflake into his vocabulary a couple of years ago. Okay. About, you know, millennials and like, oh, these snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. And that was like a revelation to me. Like, oh, you know the word snowflake. I, the, one of the reasons I wouldn't show him is I think if I showed my grandfather a video of Belle Delphine, he would die of bewilderment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It would confuse him so. Mm. Like, what even, what is this? Yeah. I don't even know. I have no context for what this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on the H three podcast, they were kind of they like her, right? Or he does anyway. That's the thing. I don't know whether he sincerely likes her. A lot of people who like have collaborated with Belle Duffy. I don't know if they sincerely like her mm. or whether they're doing it for the memes, as it were. Yeah, or ironically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think she deserves neither our respect nor our hatred. Okay. She's just a consequence of the world as it is. Okay. There's no point getting angry about it. It she it genuinely transcends that for me. I'm not annoyed by it. Mm. She is to be regarded with a dispassionate okay. Maybe with a tinge of defeat in it. But the appropriate response to her is okay. I never have to look at you ever again. Right. Okay. She she's to she is to be made peace with and ignored. Okay. That's my opinion on Belle Delphine. <laughs> There's okay, no use but... getting like oh these fucking millennial. No. Well, that she's a consequence of the, how, how the world is now. She is, and she makes absolute bank, like yeah. in terms of money. So, like, you can't really fault the fact that she's just. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why you shouldn't hate her because even if it's mercenary, 
she's catering to the baser impulses of her tragic fandom. Yeah. It seems to be a theme with this podcast, isn't it? What? Making money at our expense. Making bank at our expense. Mm. Yeah. Talking about like spoons and stuff in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Now we're talking about belt health. Yeah. Yes, I mean... Simpery. Is it Simpery? Yeah, Simpery. Simpery. Because, um, what's the other one? Poke- Pokemon? Pokemane. Pokemane. She's another one. Where I think she's just sincerely a streamer, right? She doesn't, like, you know... Yeah. But, yeah, there are a lot of... There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a simp community yeah, yeah, around her. Yeah. Yeah. If one allows oneself, you could be angry. One could be angry about the fact that if there's just a finite pool of money in the world... And some of it is going to her when it could be coming to us, for example. Mm. Okay, but you know what? We don't. We don't look like her. No, <laughs> we're no. not. We're not her. Yeah, we yeah. don't you put know, up the same kind of videos. We don't like... put up the same kind of videos. That would, you? that would be interesting. That's a question. <laughs> I'll do another video. Yeah, I know it's kind of impossible to answer because yeah. if we looked like Belle Delphine, we wouldn't be the same people. Exactly. Yeah, because our personalities are yeah have molded. You know our circumstances have moulded yeah. our personalities yeah. but do you think if you looked to, to the best of your knowledge yeah. if you looked like Belle Delphine would you make videos like Listen, that I can't even speculate because yes mm. you wouldn't be you if you looked like that yeah the only thing I can speculate on is if I overnight looked like that yeah I often thought like if I really pumped iron and mm. I suddenly got ripped you mm. know would I be one of those guys who takes his shirt off at every opportunity and I think I'm a human being for a week yeah Mm, yeah. for a week and now I go you know what I hate those people I hate them I hated them when I wasn't them that's the problem is the, the, you've got people who do things like that it's like oh I'll only do it for a week or I'll do it once because it's funny mm-hmm. and now they just do it I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying yeah. I would allow myself a week and then stop I I just know I'm a human being I'm not I'm not ruling out the possibility that if it's warm that I'm just not going to take my top off on the you know yeah, yeah. Mm. I might but I, I know that that wouldn't last because I would start to look at what you've become yeah yeah you know um but yeah of course mm. you would for a bit yeah you, you're a human being mm. you can't you can't say that you wouldn't right you would you'd be tempted to yeah yeah um yeah i can't answer no if i looked like her what would i be like you mm. know but um no I'd, I'd like to think no yeah obviously i'd like to think no yeah no do we have anything else to say about Belle Delphine? No, I don't no, think no. so. Okay. No. Yeah. A little less angry than I'd hoped, yeah. but I agree with your assessment. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just mm. ignore it. Yeah. Just go away. <laughs> Fart. Very dust. Gone. Very dust. <laughs> Gone. So do you want to talk about the um, uh, the exam thing? Oh, yeah. Another, another uh, bit of malarkey that's been happening in mm. the past week or so. Um, the uh, A-level exam results happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously because of COVID, they weren't able to actually sit the exams. Yeah. So I think the idea was that the teachers, it was going to be assessed on their performance in class, a bit like university or it's your performance in class. Mm-hmm. And then rather than doing the exam, the teachers would put forward a predicted grade. Yeah. And then the exam board would sort of decide on your final grade. Yeah. Now, my sister has gone through this process, which is why I've been following it mm-hmm. so closely. Um, so she was predicted to get two A's and a B mm-hmm. she was doing three A levels mm-hmm. she was awarded a B and two D's okay in in two cases two grades lower and in mm. one case three grades lower than what she was predicted yeah now this is all based apparently on some algorithm that the WJEC which is the exam board right. um, put together mm-hmm. they basically fed all of this information into this algorithm and it gave them these results it doesn't seem right does it well I don't know I don't right 
I don't know much about it. One of the things I read was that students were going to be able to choose based on one of three things. Like, you can either go with your predicted grades. Are you talking about the triple lock? Yeah. I think that's that's either Scotland or England. Okay. That's another problem is all of the countries. Initially, everyone was working on the same system, which was teachers give us the predicted grades. The exam board will award you your actual grades. Yeah. Then I think it was the night before the Scottish results or the night after the Scottish results, which were appalling. They basically said, look, if you want, we can overturn that and you can actually have your predicted grade instead. Then England introduced a triple lock system Mm -hmm. in which it's not just the exam grade, it's also your predicted grades and mock examination grades, Mm. to which there was uproar over that because people were saying, well, mock exams are not officially sanctioned. And there is no one system that schools use when it comes to mock. So someone could get a D in a mock exam and someone from another school could get a B. But if you gave them the same exam, they'd both get a D, you know? Mm. Yeah, I don't know how what how this algorithm worked. No, no. Um, well, it didn't. I think it's people's no, general people's yes, general, the general that it didn't work out. Did basically everyone get lower grades, or were we just hearing about the ones? Forty percent of people got lower grades than they were predicted. Yes. Okay. Is that, that is, accurate? I mean, that's a high number if it is. Well, that's the problem. But I don't know what would the what would the general number be. Do most people get what they predicted? Get under what they, or get over? Because I I don't know. I can't even remember what my predicted. That's the thing. Were. I don't no. know. The, the problem here is that whether these uh, the exam results were mm-hmm. accurate or not, mm-hmm. it's put us in a position where no one really trusts the grades anymore. No, yeah, yeah. no, that is a problem. And you, and you shouldn't go off an algorithm. I don't know what the solution should have been. No. Um, the solution they've come up with, because I was going to bring this up on the podcast initially as like a, something should be done about this. Mm, yeah. Then something was done about this. Right. In Wales, at the very least, they are giving you your predicted grades. My sister now has okay. two A's and a B yeah. instead okay. of her, two, oh, her B and two D's. So I don't think it's just as well, because there's a lot of, this is the other problem yeah. as well. Uh, I will let you talk. Yeah. I didn't want to interrupt yeah. you. Um, but a lot of people, because they had lower grades, their universities, their first choice universities, rejected them. Because, mm. like, your grades don't reflect the offer that we been. gave you. Yeah. But that's the problem. The universities have now accepted other students in their place. Mm-hmm. But now the grades have been changed. The universities can't give you that offer anymore because yeah. it's been given to somebody else. And yeah. the university said, by law, we have to honour an offer once it's been given to someone. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people actually got or exceeded their university required grades, yeah. mm. but because they got them too late, they're yeah. now, their future's now been scu- scuppered to a degree. I mean, yeah, they fucked it. Yeah. They fucked it up completely. My Another sister was lucky in the respect that she was, uh, she didn't apply for a university position. Right. I think she's taking a gap year. Right. So she was lucky in that yeah. her university placement wasn't scuppered. Yeah. Yeah. But for a lot of people it was. I mean, I don't like even predicted grades isn't fair, right? Because in an exam situation, you could do worse. You could do yeah, worse. Never. You could do better. You could do better. And I think the, like the, the only one I remember is maths because I think I was predicted B for maths. Yeah. But in an exam, because I, di- I I did everything I knew, and then left certain questions blank. But then I had time, mm. so I just tried them and I got an A. Yeah. Whereas when I was doing past papers. I just did what I could and I didn't give a fuck about it. And then for me, you've got the opposite end of the spectrum where I did an IT exam and I was really good at IT, yeah. at GCSE. Mm-hmm. At A-level, I was I didn't do as well, but that's yeah. because I didn't pass my time out correctly. Yes. Um, pass my time? C- kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yeah. I feel like a Not lot really. of I feel like a lot of what I say is like, yeah, that's kind of right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You're the orbit of correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was doing okay. I think it was like a B or an A. That was sort of where I was at. 
but we had our IT exam immediately after an English exam. Mm. And it, it was after school as well. Mm-hmm. So we had no, after a two and a half hour exam, we were straight into another hour and a half exam. Yeah. So because of fatigue, we all did worse. There are so many factors, aren't there? Like yeah. at a certain point, they you can't do each according to his ability. No. Uh, from each according to his ability to each according to his need. And I've seen an argument saying like, again, in, in terms of like being against predicted grades. Yeah. Because a, a lot of people, teachers in particular, said like, why didn't you just use the predicted grades? Mm. Like, we know what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I've seen it said like, the reason the exams might not want to go with the predicted grades because they're not impartial. Sure. Because like- You have a relationship with the student. You have a relationship with that student, whether they're the teacher's pet or the class menace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to affect the grades. Sometimes, yeah. If they're they're not good at their job, you know, like, because that shouldn't affect you. No, it shouldn't affect your job. And I think genuinely in a lot of instances, teachers would not be swayed by that. No, I mean- They'd understand the the importance of getting that grade correct. I don't think it affected- um, my grade in any way, but I certainly took liberties in school that when in university, I hadn't didn't have the goodwill yeah. generated. So they yeah, were like, yeah. yeah, you can't fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when I was yeah. in school, it's like, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah. You know, because you're seven years or whatever with um, with these people. Mm. But uh, I mean, the one of the reasons I find it difficult to get outraged about this is because I think the whole thing is fucked anyway. I think it's way too easy to get into university. Mm. And I oh, think yeah. uh, it doesn't mean anything anyway. No. So what? You went to university. Everyone does now. Yeah, I think like even a... I'm not, I'm not talking about a Bachelor of Arts like, yeah. you know, we have. Yeah. I think Masters, they're now the minimum like impressive right. degree. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, uh, inflation. Yeah. yeah. PhD soon. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... My mother's generation, my grandfather's generation, going to university was an incredibly prestigious, yeah, it was a luxury, privileged yeah. thing yeah. to do. Like, either you were rich and you could go, and then the government started introducing schemes for like working class people to go to Oxford and stuff. Um, but you had to be really good, and now you don't. Mm. Every idiot we know who wanted to go to university went to university. Yeah, yeah. It's it's purely a financial thing, isn't it? You get more people in, you get more funding. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I find it hard to get annoyed that kids always just like, oh, I should have got, um, you know, C and I got a D or whatever. Like, you don't fucking belong in uni. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, I'm like really like elite about universities. Yeah. I think you should have to be really good to go. And with. that's coming from a guy who did script writing at university. Exactly, yeah. yeah. A guy who turned down going to a good university yeah. to go to a shit one. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, but, you know, I lament myself. <laughs> you know, I think you have to... To go to university, you should probably get... I, I suppose it depends on the, the nature of the university itself, but C's aren't good enough. No. I think B's and above to go to university. Yeah. I think that's basically what my offer was. Something like that. Was it B- No, BBC is our university. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my Oh, no, fuck it then. Two A's and a B. Okay. To go to uni, you should have two A's and a B. Yeah. that's That seems like a reasonable... That would have been me out then. Yeah. <laughs> would it have been um, you out, well, I, well, I would... Yeah, it would have. No, so I was... Oh, I would have I, I been then. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking of... star over here. Sorry, I was thinking of GCSEs. Because GCSEs are the bad end. Oh no, G- G- mm. if it was GCSEs, I'd be all right. Mm. But I'll see. I did a BTEC in acting. Oh right, okay. So how do you work that one out then? Well, it's like it's barely a degree, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's barely a qualification. Yeah. A BTEC in acting. Yeah. I mean, an A level yeah. is a BTEC with A levels. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know what a BTEC is, to be honest. 
It's sort of like half a. That <laughs> sounds like such a half a qualification. A middle right? class. What is a B tech? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a B tech, Welsh baccalaureate, whatever that. What, oh yeah. Do you have an equivalent not... of that up in old England? What Welsh? We, we had we had something called the Welsh baccalaureate, which is like nothing really. You just mm. it's kind of a, a a course you kind of do that's sort of. So for example, I, I only did. You're supposed to like six modules or something. I did one. And then right. didn't go to any of the lessons for a year, and then when they came to uh, like follow up on it, yeah, said Sam, what have you you've been doing? Oh, I'm not going to do it. And I was avoiding this teacher for a mm. year because, like, oh, he's going to fucking you know be so annoyed. And they said, are you going to do it? And I said, no. He went, okay. <laughs> and that was that. So I didn't do the Welsh Baccalaureate. But it's like the, the first thing mm. I did was it's called individual investigation. So you have to come up with a hypothesis, mm. and then. So mine was, are people happier in America and someplace else? Yeah. And then you make up poll results. Well, no, you're supposed to actually do the poll. Yeah, yeah. But But everyone made up the results. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I did, I had a questionnaire and like 30 people were supposed to do it or whatever. And the same person, in in air quotes, was giving contradictory answers. Oh, right. So, because I wasn't taking the time to like make make it make sense. Yeah. I wrote in my analysis clearly people weren't taking it seriously because they're contradictory <laughs> and they said oh that's university level analysis <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell fuck me so um but yeah stuff like that I and mean, then I can't even remember working with others yeah we had to come up with a little company and sell stuff at Christmas oh is that what it was I think that was Welsh back oh okay so we came up with a company called Going Snowway yeah <laughs> nice we sold nice. baubles right Just baubles yeah. and candy canes yeah which we yeah. bought from like Poundland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sell them for one fifty. Yeah. So, did you have an equivalent anything like that? Nothing springs to mind. No, but yeah, no, I could, not that I can think of. Yeah, okay. no one took it seriously. I think no. like universities are supposed to. I think the idea of Welshback is if you don't get your predicted yeah. grades, you can use Welshback as a substitute for one of them. Yeah. Okay. So it was BBC or BB Welshback. Yeah. But I didn't do Welshback, and I don't think any of my uh, course. That I applied, many of my courses that I applied for gave me a Welsh back alternative. Right. So it was it would have been pointless anyway. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Stupid. But yeah, like like it's sort of an in, it's interesting for me in this instance. Like I wasn't personally affected mm-hmm. by the grade kerfuffle, mm-hmm. but my sister was. Yeah. So to see that it's not, she was pulled to a protest, bless her, because my aunt is very much uh, you know she'll go to a protest. She'll you know mm-hmm. she's one of those people. Oh dear. Um, so she pulled her along to the protest in in Cardiff Bay. She didn't want to go. My sister just right. <laughs> she just thought it. But she, it was a blessing actually because um, my aunt and her son, my cousin, mm-hmm. uh, they were sitting on the steps outside the Senate, the yeah. the government building in Cardiff Bay. Yeah. And my sister was sitting next to them, and as the newspaper, because this ended up in the in a Wales Online article right. where a picture was taken of them. But as the photo was taken, somebody walked across the camera, completely blocking my sister from view. <laughs> nice. So she is... I know, I've just given it away now that she's actually in that photo. <laughs> yeah. But she was blocked from... So we showed yeah. her the photo and she was like, oh, bless that woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For obscuring nice. me from the cameras. I don't think I could ever go to a protest. Yeah. I don't have that in me. It didn't really seem to be... From what I understand... Well, then again, I actually... I saw this was different, but I saw a protest in... Uh, Butte Park in Cardiff mm. someone was running for like local office right. mm. and they were in the park and there was a large crowd it was basically just like people it wasn't a protest it was a rally I guess yeah. it was basically just like people sitting on the grass mm. and then someone would stand in front of them with a microphone 
shouting yeah. platitudes. Sure. Mm. Um, is that correct? Platitude? That's correct. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yay. Yeah, I got one right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shouting platitudes, and they would go, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like that. That's what this protest was. Yeah. No one from the government building came out. Yeah. It was just people from the protest being like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. And everyone went, yeah. Yeah. And that was the protest, basically. The only thing I saw about it was on, on Twitter, people were saying, like, when ABBA becomes ACDC. That's what I can Oh, uh, right. Yeah. It's okay. All right. Yeah, what ABBA looked like with the, with the grey With the grey thing, thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, something has been done about it now. Yeah. I, I do wonder how many... Because um, those 40%, that 40%, mm-hmm. has now benefited from this decision. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, maybe, the, maybe those grades were an accurate reflection and they mm-hmm. deserve to be treated the way that they've been right. treated. You know, that they've now had their grades pushed up again yes I wonder how many people have had their grades pushed down because they've now gone with their predicted grades oh that, yeah that's true the poor sods yeah. who've suffered because of this now yeah yeah because you I won't hear know. about them no you won't hear about them oh mm. I was fine we were watching the news because my, when my sister initially got the grades we were just in out of confusion we didn't right. even think we had the right grades right so we were watching the news to see what they were saying it was so funny The um, they always seem to find someone to open their results on air mm. who'd never seen their results before but they always had like all distinctions yep. or all A's and then when it came to the people who didn't do well they were like so such and such you've already opened your results yes what, what, what do you think to cry. yeah you've had time to yeah. cry what do you think about the decision you want to see that someone go like yeah if, if I get this I go to Oxford huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just like scream it's like you got oh, three no. U's yeah. I didn't even do that exam <laughs> now I'm going to Hull <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm now, going I'm going to, to, now I'm going to Oxford yeah. Bronx so <laughs> Oxford yeah, Bronx. Yeah, yeah. now I'm going to University South Wales <laughs> yeah it's funny as well because again the news were like you know oh uh, 30% like the amount of people who've got A stars to A's it's risen by uh you know, 12% this year. Right. Let's hear your tweets. And every tweet was like, this is a fucking disgrace. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> basically. But they say that right every year apparently grades get better yeah. is there the possibility that it just gets easier there is that possibility yes. I think that's, that's what it is obviously because we're catering to the stupidest people yeah I yeah. think that's genuinely what it is people aren't getting smarter the grade the exams are getting easier yeah our boundaries yeah. are getting lower yeah I read The Great Gatsby again oh okay um, which we read in school. Yes. Well, which I did you read it in school? Oh, tangent. Not tangent. Oh, segue. Go. Sure, sure. Yeah. Intentional segue. Yeah. No, intentional segue. Intentional segue. <laughs> oh, yeah, intentional yeah. segue. Intentional segue. Uh, no, I didn't read it. I didn't need to. I got a B. D- didn't we? Did we read that one in class? We yeah. did, didn't we? We read The Great Gatsby in class. Yeah, because our teacher cried at the end of it. And yeah, because I vividly remember him tearing up and people sniggering mm. and me thinking, fuck you. Yeah. You fucking teenagers! Mm. <laughs> I think you've, you've 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 expressed your have I disdain for that moment as well before yeah, on the it's podcast. Like, what's wrong with I hate te- I hate yeah. teenagers. Mm. I hate them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I read it again, and obviously it's a chore in school when you read these things. Mm. And I don't remember particularly enjoying it. It just shows how much things change between then and like I remember um, we had to read or we were told that we had to read To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, before I'm reading we, that now. Okay, before we came back from the summer break, I think it yeah. was. And I hadn't done it. We were so in that in class as well, didn't we? Well, that's the thing. I I was, I was, I feel like we were told that we had to read it. We had to read um, Wuthering Heights. Yeah, we had to read Wuthering yeah. Heights, which I didn't. No. But again, I didn't need to. No. Uh, but yeah, so I had to read basically in over the space of 
four days, I think, I had to read, um, or I read To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. And the courtroom scene. Yeah. It's like one of the very few instances I remember like being enthralled by a book. Like <laughs> right. I was genuinely like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Okay. Like I'm yes. genuinely enjoying this. And then when we went back to school, the teacher was like, right, so none of you read the book. Yeah. So we're just going to read the book in class. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least I enjoyed the courtroom scene, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, To Kill a Mockingbird is, is good. It feels like a good gateway to literature. It is literature, obviously, but a good mm. gateway to um, mm. more adult. Yeah, you can I, read I, it when you're a teenager. Yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can understand, you know, like why they teach that in schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like, it feels like, a, a, like a grown-up, like an adult novel. Yeah. As it were. Yeah, well, it, it, obviously it is, but it's, it's written... I, it's not a children's book, but it's kind of written, well, it's written very excessively. Yes. Well, from an adult's perspective on her childhood. Yes. Um, that's one of the funny things about the book, right? Mm. Is that it's kind of explaining childish thought processes with an adult frame of mind. Yes. Uh, but have you ever read To Kill a Mockingbird? No. What did you have to read in school? Um, I can't remember most of it, but mm. I had a, I had, we had Heroes by Robert Cormier. Okay, now we didn't do that. Um, mm. And I, I, I remember that. What set were you in? Uh, between two and three. Okay, all right. What did we do? We did Wuthering Heights, mm-hmm. King Lear. Yes. Um. Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. Um. Great Gatsby. Yeah. But uh. Oh. Yeah. So I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird, and obviously it's set in the racist South. Um. The the principal characters aren't aren't racist, but at one like I've just the N word has first occurred in the book. Mm. She said, uh, "Scout says that's nigger talk, mm. right?" I was like, oh yeah, we read this. Like, that was read aloud yeah. by our teacher in yeah, school. Yeah, were we, did, were we like encouraged to, not encouraged, but like, don't feel like you have to not say the word. I, yeah, I really don't, th- it, that was never like, th- there's going to be racial language in this book. Hmm. Yeah. And ju- again, thinking, do they still do that in schools? Do they still read To Kill a Mockingbird? Were we reading, I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know if you were aware of it at the time that we read it, but like, what? At, at the age that we were reading that book, yeah, was it was it sort of accept not acceptable, but like, would you accept that? Oh, we didn't really know about. Well, you're being challenged, aren't you? You're at you're at an age where you should start to understand what that means. Yeah, um, fifteen, sixteen to kill a mockingbird. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know if like uh, students of that age, or at least the students that we were with at that age, yeah had a grasp on I think like the severity of that I think word you did. and you know I think you did mm-hmm. I think like you always knew that was you just it's just not a word you say and and you knew what it meant you knew it was a drug free term for a black well, person well yeah you knew that it but was you didn't know about the legacy of it and no no but you knew that like okay this is a bad word yeah to be fair but, I don't think many people know more than that now about it other than it's a historically mm, derogatory yeah, term yeah, yeah. for it you, no one really knows where it came from or you know yeah um but yeah, I'm just in, I, I read it. was like, oh yeah, shit. Like our teacher read that out to us in a Southern accent. <laughs> a bad one. I mean, oh, yeah. well, yes. Seeing the way she used to be like that, didn't she? Remember? Uh, yeah. She was, uh, she was from uh, West Wales. Yeah. Who have notoriously thick accents, but she'd lost it. She had like a... She's a, posh. She had an affected posh yeah. accent. No, no, no. It wasn't affected. No, it wasn't affected. It was... Well, it wasn't posh posh. It was just kind of crisp English. Crisp English. Yeah. Even though mm. she was from West Wales. Yeah. And she was doing this pathetic... Southern accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, what are you doing out on yonder? Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, yeah, her um, her method just seemed to speak louder. 
pretty much. That's how I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just did the southern accent, speak louder. But yes, yeah, so I'm just I was intrigued to find out if we have any students listening. <laughs> Do you are you still taught to kill a mockingbird? Yeah. Well, what what would they be taught otherwise? Like what's some like modern books that I don't know what would be on the curriculum. Well, I don't think we we didn't do that because it dealt. It was about that theme. It it, it was it's from a literary perspective, isn't it? So mm. any book that's re- relevant, relatively accessible to a fifteen or a sixteen year old, Catcher in the Rye, maybe. Again, it might be worth asking Twilight. my sister. Actually, Twilight. Uh, it's <laughs> fucking Twilight taught in schools. Yeah, did she do English A level? Yeah, she did. Well, I don't know if she did the A level. Yeah, no, she didn't do the A level, but obviously she did yeah. English up until that point. Um, but she's never asked for any of my books. And right. obviously, you know, yeah, I went through all of that, so I still have all of the books, yeah, or most of the books anyway. Well, she didn't set one for English, yeah, 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 because I think they, they it's different based on status, well, yeah, like of mice and men, yeah, we don't do that, yeah, that's a book that like the the, the lower yes. students read, which know? is weird because it's not like a you know, it's not, yeah, a, it's not a stupid book, book. yeah, <laughs> it's a good book. I haven't read that either, no, uh. um, yeah, but so I read The Great Gatsby, and you know, that summer, and all of a sudden music became a thing. An alive thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're talking about us personally now. Yeah, yeah us yeah. personally. Uh, summer of 2016, where we always liked music, but all of a sudden music meant something more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's happened with books now. After reading Stoner, I am able to have emotional responses to books I never had before. Oh, wow. Okay. I cry at books now. <laughs> um, You've made it. You can, you I can made go, it. You can go back to that teacher yep. who cried at the end of Greece by Gatsby. It's like, I get you. Yep. I see you now. I got to the end of that book and I cried. Okay. Because it is tragic. Okay. <laughs> it is tragic. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy that's happened. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because uh, I thought, again, I think I said this in a previous podcast, um, I thought books were a thing lost to me. Mm. Yeah. I, I read them as like, uh, I suppose you have to read this book. Mm. But no, I feel now when I read. Oh, yeah. And I read it in a day. I read The Good Gatsby in a day. Okay. Is that impressive? No, I mean, it's not a massive book, but just, you still, it's like... Still, that's... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a novel, you mm. know, it's not, it's not a short book. Uh, yeah, I, I started reading, I'll read a bit before I go to bed, at like midnight. Mm. And then I genuinely, I looked at the clock and it was five o'clock. Right. And I didn't realize that that, I thought like an hour had passed. <laughs> um, yeah, I recommend books that you might have read in school that made you hate them you should go back because it's not like they're ruined forever well that's the that's the thing with Shakespeare isn't it yeah. no one likes Shakespeare in school it's mm-hmm. the people who come back to him later in life yeah like yeah. yourself Eddie you're a fan of Shakespeare now aren't you just not just not Romeo and Juliet <laughs> yeah that's been done to death isn't it yeah. um yeah the Great Gatsby I recommend okay. it <laughs> I'm not gonna read books Sam no I know if this is part of your I know mission yeah my Cease. horrible mission <laughs> your insidious you mission to get me to be cultured yeah well, read one just read read To Kill a Mockingbird again you liked it the first time well I liked the courtroom scene <laughs> you didn't like any of the rest of it well I, no, I don't you know you didn't like Boo Radley which one's Boo Radley which one's Boo Radley <laughs> he definitely didn't read it which one's Boo Radley the guy the hermit who lives in the house that they're all scared of is he the no he's not the one who's on trial right he's, no that he's the one that saves him at the end Right. Oh, yeah, the, the the simple one. Yeah, the metaphor for race. Yeah. Yeah. Don't judge someone until you've walked around in their skin. Okay. Yeah. Mr. The, the neighbor's name from Home Alone. Yeah, what is his name? Mr. Henderson? Mr. No, Henderson. it's not Henderson. Eddie, can you, go, can you find out for us, please? What am I looking at? The Old na- man something, isn't it? Yeah, the name of the neighbor in Home Alone. Yeah. The first Home Alone. Yeah. Uh. 
Old Man Withers. No, it's not. <laughs> it's old always Old Man Withers. Oh, Marley. Is it Old Man Marley? Is it Bob Marley? It's not Bob. It might be Robert. Robert Marley. Robert Marley. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Old what man. you doing outside that house? Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley. Old Man Marley. Um, what I, I think just asking Eddie is the thing that you're going to remember. If you ask Eddie, you know you're about to remember what it is. Right. Because that oh, every time, isn't it? Eddie, can you Google that? Oh, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is that? Is that your brain? Like, I don't want Eddie to take credit. For maybe it is. Maybe it is. My <laughs> ego makes me remember. Uh, WAP. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so WAP. I've, I've been seeing the word WAP floating around on social media. Mm. I didn't really know what it was. I inferred that it was music related. And then the, the Cardi B's name was thrown into it. And there seemed to be a debate and I couldn't really put my finger on what it was, but the, the nub of it seemed to be feminists versus not. Okay. Or that that it was empowering. No, it's not. That was the thing. Hmm. But obviously I was only really, really seeing the side of it that was promoting how empowering it was. Yeah. Uh, people sharing, what would you call them? Not memes, but like when people share blocks of text on Instagram, what would you call that? Just a post? Yeah. People sharing posts that were saying, Oh, men hate women when they're success, uh, successful. Men hate women when they're unsuccessful. Hmm. What can we gather from this? Men just hate women. Stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to look into this. Okay. Uh, WAP is a song by Cardi B and... Megan the Stallion. Yeah, Megan the... T-H-E-E. Um, right. So she's my stallion. Or your the. stallion. Yeah. Is that what the E is? Your, yeah. Or you. Okay. So WAP stands for Wet Ass Pussy. Um, it's a new single. And you can buy it on iTunes now. Buy it on iTunes now. <laughs> yeah, and it's a song. Is it? <laughs> well, technically, yeah. yeah. And they just kind of rap, sing about wet ass pussies. Wet, they're wet ass pussies. Oh, they're wet ass pussies. They're wet ass pussies. They don't want. They don't want wet ass pussy. No, they well, they want their pussy to be wet ass. Okay. And kind of saying, you know put your dick in me bitch all that stuff right with not much more flair than that to be honest no but that's the, the crux of it okay. it's just like yeah sex yeah and it's all sexy and mm. except it's not it's incredibly ugly yeah <laughs> um yeah so again the, the thing seems to be the shibboleth is that it's a feminist statement it's empowering to women mm. now I've recently entered a dialogue with someone who's quite left wing okay who I'm going to call Lenny. Because? Lenin. Um, okay. As in Vladimir Lenin. So oh, I'm, right, I'm going okay. to refer to this person as Lenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny and I have been chatting, and he said something interesting, which was, it might be empowering, but it's not feminist. So I was wondering what... Because nowadays, that's they're one and the same, right? Feminist and empowering. They, they seem to be... Okay. There's no distinction. That is what feminism is now. It's the empowerment of women. Okay. Which it kind of always was, right? Mm. But I thought feminism was about the de-objectification of women. Yes. Not the objectification of them. I am just amazed. But it's self... It's, I suppose it's self-objectification. Yeah. Like yeah. They're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, they're you're not obj- being objectified by men. Well... They're objectifying the themselves. They're sexualizing themselves. Yes. Does that really? Does that fundamentally change anything? A whole. Well, you're, changes, still, you're just a whole. It changes who does it, right? It changes who's responsible. Well, this is this is an interesting thing that he pointed out. There are five writers of this. Five people wrote this song. Oh fucking hell! Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's not a symphony. 
It's just a guy going, there's some holes in this house. And then they just go, my wet ass pussy. Stick your dick in, in, in my wet ass pussy. That's the song. Genuinely, between us, I reckon yeah. we could come up with a song. We'll call it BDE. Meaning? Big, big, big dick energy. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll do that. Just us. Yes. Guarantee you get a hit. Probably. Um, but we won't do that, will we? Because we're not going to... We're not. We've said before in previous podcasts, but we want to cater to the better impulses yeah. Yeah, of, our, of our listenership. Uh, but yeah, so five people wrote the song. Three of them are men. Okay. Two of them are, are the artists. Mm-hmm. Artists. <laughs> I don't. How did music monopolize that word? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it's certainly not applied here. Yes. The people who do the thing. Uh, two. <laughs> two of them are women. And then the director of the video is a man and the producer is a man, whatever. Mm. So that was part of his thing was, that's why it's not feminist because it's it caters to the male gaze, which is one of those buzz terms. Yes. Um, and then he floated a hypothetical that was, what if, we'll just use us as an example. You wrote, Jordan, you wrote a play, mm. you produced it, Eddie, and I directed it mm. about strippers. Would that be feminist? And I said... Well, surely it depends on what the nature of the thing is. Mm. Does it have to be women as the creative forces mm. to be feminist? What if we wrote uh, a, a play about strippers that was like empowering to women, but also pointed out the, it was about the objectification of women. Mm. Right? It was a feminist tract, but it was produced by men. Does that mean it can't be feminist? Because I thought male feminist was a thing. Mm. It is. So that's an interesting thing to ponder. Okay. Um, yeah, Eddie, I assumed you would know about this because you're like our authority on vapid pop culture. Yes. Um, sad- you, know, you know what the kids are well, saying. Well, I would say, I mean, I say sadly, um, the fact of the matter is that... Uh, <laughs> you're a vapid I, kid yourself, aren't you? Um, we always knew. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, kid. I've been, because of like work and stuff. Yeah, you've been out the loop. I've just, I'm completely out. Yeah. I like go home and watch like a podcast or a 10 minute YouTube video and I'm yeah. gone yeah well before we did this I showed you the video Eddie and I s- you saw half of it George I saw enough you yeah. saw enough yeah do you remember when so the opening like refrain of that song is uh, there are whores in this house this remember when whore was an insult yeah yeah being called a whore was something insulting <laughs> not like you don't own that you know mm. now it's someone something that someone wants to get called in the bedroom yeah let's just caveat as usual we're all in agreement right that people should be free to behave however they want yeah as long as it doesn't impinge on the rights of other people mm-hmm. yes that was cushioned for the mansplaining that's about to happen oh dear uh, <laughs> you know first he admits there is a patriarchy and then he he reinforces the myth of well because if women think this well, is empowering <laughs> if women think this is empowering they need a man to figuratively give them a slap and tell them how it is um maybe I'm just wondering like how long it'll you know Oh, How long is, we got left? Well, there's 10 minutes on the <laughs> strip, so... <laughs> Maybe this is an expression. Where on the doomsday clock are we? Are we like five minutes yeah. to midnight? Is that where we're at now? I think we're in the seconds, right? Yeah. The seconds left. <laughs> Maybe this is an expression of some form of feminism, but it's that kind of four, third or fourth wave, however you define it. Ugly, vulgar, profane. It, it's that yeah. school of feminism. Hmm. Um, this is what feminists used to rally against. Well, the question is, do they still rally against it? And this is just... The sensible ones, yeah. This is just yeah. corporate marketing trying to tell us what we think. I don't think corporate... I mean... Because music, I mean, this is no doubt an incredibly corporate song. This was not yeah. like, you know, 
a couple of indie artists no, that yeah, have they're, broken they're, through. Yeah, they're big this names. This is yeah, they're big names now. This yeah. is a you know big names who are under a big label yeah. releasing a big song. Yes. So it's and, the, there's a lot of marketing behind this. They've chosen Cardi B. You know, they, Cardi B's one thing is she used to be a stripper. Yep. Okay. So that's a thing. Color me surprised. Yeah. I'm going to read you some of the lyrics to WAP and. Maybe we should be speaking to a woman about this because I would genuinely be intrigued to know how they justify this. Okay. Um, or if they even like it. Or if they even like it. I, I know some. I, I, I know some that do. Yeah. Okay. I can't imagine there. I don't know. I was gonna say I can't imagine there are many women who would like this. No, I think there. I think it's, there are. It's Joel. a I, big hit. I don't think this is like a. I mean, songs like this always are. There are always inexplicably people that like music like this, and yet you never see them. They never seem to exist. No, anywhere. they do. This is who we're hearing from. Okay, like, I don't think. No, no, we, yeah, we hear from them. Yeah, we never see them though. Well, we know one. At do least we? one. Yeah. yeah, we know one personally. Yeah. Right. Okay. She thinks it's empowering. So yeah, so here are some of the lyrics. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. What's empowering about it? I really want to know what's empowering about it. Because is it just owning your sexuality? Women being vulgar right yes that's what empowerment is now what I want to know one of the questions I want answered is is it meant to be defiant of men or is it catering to men is it a case of um, the way men used to treat us yeah we're now doing that right so men can't treat us like that anymore because we're doing it so we, there's no we, men have played the greatest trick of all time men have convinced women that this is empowering <laughs> well not, not necessarily so that not necessarily that it's empowering it's that oh like I'm by by doing this behaviour yeah I'm showing you that this behaviour doesn't hurt me okay or it doesn't like it doesn't damage us so but there's no point in you doing that behaviour anymore because we've taken that away from you the greatest trick the devil devil ever pulled was convinced in the world he didn't exist this is just a theory like I'm not saying that yeah, this yeah. Is, I'm wondering that's my sort of Rough synopsis, uh, rough hypothesis. Yeah, I, I think it's it's just because uh, you know, in a lot of rap, male rappers' lyrics, there's a lot of stuff about you know, like suck my dick, bitch. I'm, yeah, you a sex object. You know, there's a lot of that. I had a Lamborghini in which you suck my dick. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't think they say in which, but yeah, I, I take your point. <laughs> Inside of that Lamborghini. Inside my Lambo, yeah, you yeah. suck my bell. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ring my bell. Suck my bell. Bell and Um Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Because I think a lot of this stuff, this profane stuff, is like, yeah, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. But you're singing about us fucking like I don't really know what you're sexing it up. So it's it's supposed to appeal sexually to men. Yeah. Even though Eddie, you are my prime example of this. Because yeah, I was not aroused in the slightest. And you're no. an ass man. And I am, I, yeah, I'm an yeah. ass guy. Yeah. Not a... It's, okay. it's not attractive. Well, there's it's something... I didn't... There's just something about that very fake look. Like, those long acrylic yeah. nails and, like, those long eyelashes. And, like, the, you know, the neon-coloured hair. It's that's monstrous. All, yeah, yeah I, I'm not... I've never been a fan of that. No, and but I, are we the exceptions? Do, do men find that hot? I don't know. Maybe because they, they can't. Right? Again, I've never, I, I've never met a man. Well, I, I won't say I've never met a man, but yeah. I've never like known a man, you know, like as a friend or anything mm. like that, who seems to like that kind of stuff. Well, you just think, like you know, pop music, noughties on or nineties onwards, women have been sexualized, yeah. right? And you know, you go back to videos from the early noughties. 
yes, like there are arousing music videos of women. Like it's not like any sexualization is just unattractive because of its coarseness. Yeah, I have been aroused by music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but this Shakira, like, right? Shakira, yeah. yeah, that birthed my my sexuality. Yeah, yeah. This stuff where it's uber. Like, there's no mystery to it. No. I think that's the key thing. How long ago was Anaconda, Nicki Minaj? 2012, something like that, was it? I thought it was later. It probably is. Because that's another one where there's just no subtlety. Yeah. It's very clear what it's promoting and what it's... There's no subtext. Yeah, exactly. Because I think what's attractive, right? I think what most men find attractive is mystery and restraint. Not, like, burka fucking restraint. No. But... Leaving some things to the imagination. Yeah, 2014. 2014, Yeah, but just like seeing a girl going, ooh, who are you? Yeah. I'd l- yeah, I'd like to unpack that enigma. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's what's attractive. And I don't think just to, you know, the fucking emo us here. I think most men think that's what's... A, mm. woman, a woman just prostrating herself, you know, with a fucking vag out. Yeah. Is not hot. Well, it's like, I mean... As I'm, we said, you could never fall in love with a porn star. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think that's more. Um, I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of like being in a relationship with someone. If mm-hmm. you're just out on the pull, like if you just want to get laid, mm-hmm. then you probably would lean more towards someone who's like you know conducting themselves in that manner, right? But if if it's a person that like, oh, I want to like spend time with this person, mm-hmm. I want to be in a relationship with this person, yes, then yeah, I think the enigma is a more attractive route mm. yes because you, you don't just want someone who's like good in bed and who's attractive you want someone that you can to like solve yeah, yeah and someone that you can like be in the company of yeah. for long periods of time yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah and you, you'll you always know who's out for a one night stand on a night out yeah yeah I'm not saying I'm not like I'm not try, I'm not being a prude here like it's not women, <laughs> women enjoying sex doesn't like intimidate me that's all good that's all cool yeah. I'm not maintaining a double standard. I don't like it when men sing or rap shit like this. Either. It's unappealing. You think they're all these people are all about power, empowerment, power, mm. power, power. People defending this video, young women, the media, and that most insipid creature, the modern male feminist. If they're being ideologically consistent, they have to also support male rappers saying "suck my dick, bitch." Yeah. They, they're not going to, are no. they? Well, they don't have to because there's it's double standards, right? Because it's power. It's all about power. Yeah. Right, okay. So that's hip- hypocrisy. Yeah, but that's okay because yeah. men. Because men have all the power. Mm. Yeah. I would say if, it, if, if this song makes you feel empowered, you should maybe not be seeking power. Maybe you should be seeking dignity. <laughs> maybe you're looking for the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to make this a left-right thing, okay? Because mm. it's... It's cultural, but it kind of... It's there. Conservatives aren't singing the praises of this song. Let's put it that way. It's just amazing to me how the left has 180'd on so many things that they valued. Like, it's literally the opposite of what they once believed. How much of it... Genuinely now, though, how much of it is the left and how much of it is the marketing of this? Like, is empowerment just one of those buzzwords that they've carelessly thrown into the ether? Because, like, oh, buzzword is a thing that, you know... Yeah. Not buzzword. Um... Empowerment is the thing people like. Let's just say the song is empowering and people will believe it. Oh, yeah, and def- some people have. There's definitely a cynicism to it, but I also don't doubt that Cardi B and Megan the Stallion believe yeah. this is empowering. Well, Cardi B can't even speak properly, right? Mm. Oh, she, she has one, her own fucking Is she yeah. the one who makes horse noises yeah, and yeah. shit? Yeah. Um, but it's like literally the opposite. It's literally the opposite of what they once believed. Yeah. All this stuff. I think it's because they're, pos- they're not capable of creating boundaries. That's part of it. Conservatives, by definition, are there are things we believe and that's not changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Here's a because uh, I remembered this word. Um, having read The Great Gatsby, they're ideological flippity gibbets. <laughs> nice. That's do what do you want to unpack flippity gibbet? I think flippity gibbet is like a, a term commonly applied to like flappers in the twenties, where they were like all over the place, like oh, I don't know what I want to do. Oh, you know, like right, okay, flimsy women, basically. Okay, they are the ideological equivalent of that. Right. Uh, they have no moorings and they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, I genuinely can't believe I ever identified as one of these people. I, I can't <laughs> believe it. They are. The, I was thinking of that scene in American Beauty where the paper bag is floating. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen." I'm like, I love that film and I love that moment. But I was like, you know what's really beautiful? The building that's floating outside. Of it. <laughs> the building that will stand there. Do you know what's actually beautiful? <laughs> America. Listen, <laughs> it might be bru- the building might be brutalist and concrete, but it's firm. Yeah. It's, it's not, not just, going anywhere. It's not moving with the winds of change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I hate this, and I hate these people, and they suck. The company that built that building—that's beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Capitalism God is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so I've read a couple of articles since this, since seeing this, and. Uh, they're using all the words, you know, all, all the well, you gotta, words. You yeah. got to use all the words. All the words. A new word that I discovered that I quite like, misogynoir. Ooh. So black women, that's, you know, oppression oh. towards black women. See, is that, is that offensive? Misogynoir. No, well, noir, the noir components. I don't know. Because like, noir, sure. you know. Yeah. They were capitalizing black and all these articles and stuff. Um, but one of the things that they were pointing out was, why do we never complain when men do this? Like the history of popular music it, it, it's littered with references to sex and drugs and yeah. stuff like that mm. um, and they give a few examples the Beatles and Pearl Jam yeah. so again I'm going to read you so I googled Pearl Jam sex lyrics okay and there aren't any really so I'm just going to read you their references their reference to sex in the song Alive and then some stuff from Wet Ass Pussy okay so this is a verse from Alive while she walked slowly across a young man's room, she said, I'm ready for you. Why I can't remember anything to this very day, except the look. The look. Fuck my pussy. Beat it, beat pussy. it up. Beat it up, nigger. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. <laughs> is it the same thing, guys? Is it the same thing? <laughs> no. I wanna hold your hand. I wanna hold your hand. You can't say that. I don't cook. You're I don't filthy, clean. filthy beetles. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Yeah. Quick, jump up for you, let you get inside of me. Yeah. Fuck these people. <laughs> we were trying to look up old songs that were sexually, you know, explicit mm. um, about sex. And aside from rappers, male rappers who are misogynists. Like we would all agree, yeah, yeah. that stuff is, is misogyny is rife in rap music. We look like like ACDC, "You Shook Me All Night Long," which is a song about sex. Right? Yeah. All of the, all of these examples that we found, the women they weren't exactly serenaded as you know independent thinkers. No, but none of them were like, "Yeah, you're just that." Like all these songs are men saying how like, "Oh yeah, yeah," it's like, "Oh, you're like a treasure that yeah, I want to possess." Yeah, yeah, like she shook me all night long. I had to take a breath. She was like, "No, fuck that." Yeah. The women are empowered in a weird yeah. way yeah, in yeah. these songs. In this shit, the men aren't. The men are just penises attached yeah. to, you know, bodies. Yeah. Um, so it's actually not even like, they like, oh, we'll do it for a bit. Yeah, it's not even an equivalent. Correction. I know yeah. what you're saying. It's not even an equivalent thing. So, yeah. Wrap. Fuck yeah. off. It's fucking wrap. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Do we, should we 
bring up at least one film, or are we sort of past that point? Oh, we, yeah, we could do. Why not? Okay. A little coda. Okay. I, I watched Project Power. Okay. Uh, I think that's a film that's doing incredibly well on Netflix. Is it? I think it was like number one over the weekend or something. Okay. Yeah. Stars Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Dominique something. Okay. I don't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she's all... No, it's because she's new, all right? Dominique, that doesn't... Is she white? No, she's black. Oh, so, multiple uh, Misogynoir. Yeah. Misogynoir. Yeah. <laughs> you misogynoir. <laughs> what's, what's his name? Moraz... Jason Mars? No, no, no. The 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 Muslim one on Hunger Strike. Oh, Majid Nawaz. Majid, Majid Nawaz. You Majid Nawaz. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take that as high um, praise. Yeah, look up her name, Eddie, because I can't remember. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Netflix Dominique, seems Dominique Fishback. That's a person. I didn't make that up. No, no, no. I'm wondering if that's genuinely it. Actually, <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a really horrible, yeah. offensive thing. Doesn't fucking Fishback. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Yeah. It's, it's like whack back, isn't it? That's why. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I shouldn't then. <laughs> Fish yeah. back. Well, no, because that wet back obviously comes from, I guess, swimming across the board, you know, swimming to America sort of Oh, thing. does it? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, okay. I could be wrong, but that no, feels right. There's no there's no water across what? the border to swim across, right? I don't know. I assume that... why would, It's a dry border. Can you Google why Mexicans are called wet backs? <laughs> <laughs> this one I don't know. Okay. Wet backs. Because they're greasy? No, I thought it was like sweat because it's like really hot in Maybe, Mexico. yeah, maybe it's that. Because, yeah. yeah, they're laborers as well. Yeah, so they've got like their shirts off and yeah. they're working. Yeah, so maybe it's that. Wetbacks, maybe. The term originally coined and applied only to Mexicans who entered the US state of Texas from Mexico by crossing the Rio Grande River. Oh, there is a river. Okay, yeah, my mistake. The Rio Grande River. Okay, so yeah, because they, they swam across the border. Okay. Um, fishback implies that they died because they'd have <laughs> to be the fishes. yeah yeah okay right. oh, interesting anyway yeah Dominique Fishback yeah um, not Jason Oliver what's he called Jamie Foxx <laughs> who's Jason Oliver I don't know there's Jamie Oliver yeah. the chef there's John Oliver John Oliver Jason Momoa there's no Jason Oliver no, there's there. not. No. Uh, anyway it's those three people um, Netflix seemed to have this I brought up when I was talking about Becky there's like this weird subgenre of um, I can't remember what I called it, or even even if I gave it a name. But there's like thrillers where like the family are in this secluded location, but there's like a single family member mm. who is who is not being captured by the bad guys, and they basically have to it's like die hard. Yeah, they have to yeah. liberate the family from yeah. this. You know, did we come up with something for that? I don't think we did. I know it came up with crisis thriller for crisis thriller, yeah. like Greyhound, not yeah. Greyhound. Yeah, Greyhound. Yeah, Greyhound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, it's just one scenario Spiral. playing out. Yeah. Costra thriller? Yeah, if you want. Let's go that Like, way. that's something that seems to be yeah. everywhere on Netflix. Yeah. Project Power seems to be another one where it's like an urban crime drama mm. with superpowers in it. Okay. Superheroes in it. So Project Power is basically... Do you know anything about it, either of you? No. Okay. There's this drug called Power. It's just a pill. And if you eat the pill, then you'll be momentarily granted superpowers. Okay. Based on... Your biology, I think. Like a bit like Limitless, then. A little bit. Like, the powers are extracted from certain animals. So, like, you'll get the power from... His... So, for example, there's, like, someone who can... No. <laughs> it's just the power to speak goats, like... <laughs> That's the excuse they give later in the film. They're like, oh, we, we've extracted traits from animals, because there are certain things animals can do the humans can't. Okay. So there's, there's something called a wolverine frog, which can apparently crack its own bones and use them as, like, blades... Okay. So right. that's something that someone does later in the Why film. Why would you want that power? I don't know. <laughs> it like, sounds incredibly e- yeah, painful. Eagle power, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, 
but then they have powers like somebody like the first power you see in the film is somebody catching fire and then there's another power what where animal s- catches on fire I don't know <laughs> there's another one where someone uh, like turns into ice what animal turns into ice? I don't know. Okay. So this this animal bullshit. So is, this yeah. is Fantastic Four done differently. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So basically, that these uh, pills, the power pills, um, is that what the Pac-Man thing, right? Are they call power pills. Power pellets. Power, power pellets. pellets. I'll call them pellets then, for the yeah. fuck of it. Right. These power pellets yeah. get scattered across New Orleans mm-hmm. for free. Like the 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 guy is just like, oh here Everyone you go, drug free drugs. drugs. Yeah, free. here you go. I drug. love that. Like in your thing of the film, there was like a socialist critique in there. Of everything, I'm like, they're scattered for free. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't meant to be that. Okay, right. I was merely expressing a detail. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he gathers all of the drug dealers in the city and he's like, here are these pills that give people superpowers. Just go sell them. I don't care. Right. Later, you find out that I think it's like a government thing. Right. They're like using the pills as like a test. They're using New Orleans as a testing ground for the superpowers. Narlins. Narlins, yeah. Oh, is that like a Hurricane Katrina thing? Is it? Is there some allegory about Hurricane Katrina? No. Other people in New Orleans are fucked no. by the government. Do you know what? Actually, there's not a single person with water powers. There's that not. was a missed opportunity. They've got fish back in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some fucking gills. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity, doing yeah. setting something in New Orleans and having like a hurricane power or a, or a water power. <laughs> Probably, yeah, tread. I know, I know it's a bit yeah, of a... Yeah. Set, but you know, come yeah. on now. Yeah. But no, so the like... power of jazz. <laughs> So, um, oh god, we hate this guy. <laughs> so, Dominique Fishback is, um, I think she's a drug dealer. Yeah, she's a drug dealer. She peddles the pills, but she never takes them. She's a power peddler. She's a, pe- a, pe- a peddler? power peddler. Pella peddler. Yeah. Power peddler peddler. Yeah. Um, yeah, she sells the pills, um, but she knows Joseph Gordon Levitt, who's a police officer mm-hmm. who uses these pills. Mm-hmm. He, he becomes bulletproof when he takes them. Okay. And then Jamie, useful skill, useful uh, superpower that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking bulletproof. Of course, the yeah. policeman gets the bulletproof one. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think if that went to the blacks, did they? No. <laughs> well, Jamie Fox, Jamie Fox then shows up in the film. He's trying to track down the source of power. Yeah, is he a fox? He He's a not fox? a fox. Oh. No, another missed opportunity. <laughs> you got fish and fox in the film, yeah, yeah. and the powers aren't related at all. What power would you have if you extracted power from a fox? What power would you extract? You just go, you bird a bird a You probably would, yeah. You, you, you go for the high scream just to piss people. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a sonic blast. Yeah. Just deafen people. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe, okay. Um, but she's tr- he's trying to track down the source of power. I think they do... There's like, I think there's like a half-assed attempt to make him seem like he's the bad guy. Right. But he's not. Okay. It turns out that he was one of the original people that they experimented on mm. with power. And he had a daughter who inherited superhero abilities without having to take the pills mm-hmm. I think that's the whole point they want right. where's Kanye West from is it New Orleans <sighs> Lose New York I, I really don't know yeah I feel like it's maybe New it's because he said that thing about Bush didn't he when they, it was an appeal for Hurricane Katrina and he said well, George Bush doesn't care about black people very famously on television oh right okay he was born in Atlanta and yeah. raised in Chicago Atlanta yeah okay that's Georgia New Orleans mm. is Louisiana isn't it yeah um, okay no because I was just thinking that we, the song we were talking about earlier no one man should, should I have all that is that used in the film no it's not that who are these writers that's bad because it's obviously a B movie yes so, yes it is yeah yeah, yeah so Jamie Foxx had a daughter who has super ho- superpowers mm. just inherently and I think that's the idea. They want to flood New Orleans with these drugs so that the next generation have superpowers without needing to yeah. take the pills. Why are they doing this? 
because governments are greedy and want power. But they're, so they'll but they'll inherit it genetically. So it's not like this to sell it. No, there's there's a, there's a we, scene like we, we the, want to empower the underclass to rise up against us. <laughs> there's like a scene where like a woman they go to like a meeting and she's you know there's this guy's pitching these pills to this woman and she's like I will I will buy a million cases. She's German. She's something like that. Okay. She's something foreign. You say yourself well, Julie. So yeah, the, Jamie Foxx's daughter uh, has been kidnapped, so he's trying to find her and sort the source of power by extension. Um, so he teams up with uh, Lawrence Fishback. What's her name? Dominique Fishback. <laughs> Dominique Fishback. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Fishback. <laughs> who's a wannabe rapper. Okay. And a drug dealer. Yeah, oh but she's a wannabe rapper. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, Sam. No, not, that's not, wasn't a black thing. That was a... Are we denying there's an overlap between <laughs> drug dealing and rapping? If it saves this podcast, then yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't save this now. Okay. Um, there are many clean rappers, are there? I think what's, no. what's the guy do? Dun, dun, dun. Anderson Pack. As far as I understand, you, he's da, like... Da, 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 da. Yeah. No, it's supposed to do now. Yeah. yeah. I read so, that he married a woman when he was like 18 or something. They're still married. Like, oh, he's okay. one of the few where they haven't been done for like gun possession or something. <laughs> Good on him. Good on him. Yeah. yeah. It's not an uh, Eminem and Kim situation. No. No. Sorry. What were we talking about? The film. Power. The film. <laughs> Project Power. Don't yeah. So they go, they, they team up to go and hunt down the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, Phil Taylor. What? Oh, go on, go on. I can't keep up with <laughs> this. Just what like, are you I a film where this could be comedy gold, Sam. I'm not, not, really. not registering it. Phil, Phil the Power Taylor is yeah. the best dance player. Oh well, I I, I feel a film where they've got to hunt down Phil the Power Taylor. <laughs> the, fight, the final fight is him running away throwing darts at him. Yeah, I would be as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he wouldn't even run away. They'd have to like he would be like at the end of like a corridor. Yeah, throwing darts at them, and they had to dodge their way to him. Yeah. Um, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt um, he works for the police department that have a no power policy mm. um, so he takes power mm. and he he catches a guy successfully but they see that he has used power mm. so he's like you know oh you're off the force Joseph Gordon-Levitt and he's like but I want to stop the corruption or something yeah. and then uh, his chief is like okay you gotta you gotta find uh, Jamie Foxx we're yeah. trying to hunt down Jamie Foxx. Kill a black man, please. Well, he doesn't say that, okay. but he says, like, if you bring him in, okay. then so maybe... kill a black man, please. Yeah. Maybe you can have your badge back. Um, so they meet up later in the film. They end up teaming up, because Jamie Foxx is like, you know, in, in, in 30 seconds, your captain's going to text you back and say, don't take him to the police station, because this place has been compromised. Mm. That's exactly what happens. Right. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt is immediately like, okay, fuck the police. I'm yeah. going to just help you find your daughter then. Right. So they do... Um, yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> there's a there's a little bit. This is the thing. I I was under the impression that I'd seen an interview, not necessarily from uh, any of the main actors, but I'd seen an interview regarding Project Power, mm. saying that this was like you know, oh, it's an important film for black people. It's it's you know the next yeah. Oh, but you know, people who are progressive need to see this and support mm. this film. And I don't know if that's the case. And if it's not the case, then obviously ignore yeah. what I'm about to say. But if that is the case, if this is the next in line for like, you know, oh, progressives must support and bolster this film. Mm. God, people are easily impressed, aren't they? Yeah. Well, it's... Or easily placated. Yeah. It's got the ingredients to be that sort of thing. Mm. 
power as a metaphor. Yeah. Police, New Orleans, black people. It's yeah. got it's got that. That's yeah, yeah, all of like the villains are white. Um right. apart Always. from Joseph Gordon Levitt, who rejects the police. That's his like, you know, hero making talk. There's a scene where uh Jamie Foxx says to Dominique Fishback, You're a black woman, the system is designed to spit you out. Sure. Rapping is your power. You use your power, Dominique Fishback. So as soon oh, as she, as soon as she said she was a rapper, I was like, right, the film's going to end with a rap song yep. by her. Yep, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. The character or you know the end credits. Well, it's the end credits, yeah. but it is the character. It's the character. But I assume Dominique Fishback is also a rapper. I would have. It's probably so, yeah. like a similar to what they did in. Um... You should know these things, Sam. <laughs> Something hotel. Uh, Dean, I don't know any of the names. Well, what is this? Like, explain to me what it the, is. The 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 hotel movie, the, the motel the movie. Grand Budapest Hotel. No, 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 no. The, oh, um, with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and, Bad uh, Times at the El Royale. Yeah, and they got um, what's her name? Oh, uh, she was up for an Oscar. She was. Um, but she sang at the end of that, right? Yes. Yeah. She was in Widows as well. Wasn't yes. She? Oh, that's gonna bug me. Help, Eddie. Help. I don't know the black female lead from Bad Times at the Bad Times of the El Royale. Yeah, she played Harriet Tubman. Oh, did she in Harriet? Okay, that's what she was up for. Okay. Oh, well, Cynthia Erivo. Cynthia Erivo. Cynthia Erivo. Yeah. It's a similar thing to her, I think. Where yeah. I think she's probably a singer first. First. Yeah. So this girl was probably a rapper first. Yeah. So it's like, right, we'll have her rapping the end credits. Aquafina. Dominic Fishback. What's with this aquatic theme with all these? Uh, what did you say, Eddie? Rappers? It doesn't say she's got a background. In rapping. What? Cynthia Revo or Dominique Fishback? Dominique Fishback. Does it have much on her? I imagine she's pretty new. No, Incredibly like... cancelable, controversial statement I'm about to make. Okay. Can't all black people rap really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm Woo! not, I'm, I'm not no. saying. Obviously, something. But you know what I mean? Like, they have that ability. I, I, honestly. <laughs> I've seen so, some, honestly, yeah. I reckon not legitimate. Like, it's yeah. not just all that. But I do wonder, because there are more black rappers yeah. than white, whether it, there is something genetically. Well, yeah, it's, it's it sounds terrible, but it's a rhythm, isn't it? Yeah. Dancers as well. I don't know. Is that is that sort of like saying um, all white people can... Give me white people music. What's some white people music? No, it's not the same, is it? Because... What's white people music, Eddie? You're a white people. Country. Acoustic folk. Country, yeah. Acoustic folk. Yeah. yeah. Is that like saying acoustic, all, all white people acoustic. can sing acoustic folk? No. In fairness, anyone can sing acoustic folk because it's barely singing. But No, they can't because, because <laughs> no, it's a different skill set, isn't it? So rapping, it's talking rhythmically. Yes. But a big part of rapping is that you got that accent so you can do that kind of... You know what I mean? Mm. Well, Eminem, they don't all have that accent though, do but, they? African-Americans. Okay, African-Americans. Yeah, but they're all over the place. Like, you can have a, a Minnesotan African-American. Yeah, but... That doesn't sound like that, you know? <laughs> I know it's I less was, common than having, like, yeah. a, like, a, like a Brooklyn African-American yeah, or, yeah. A, you know, a Boston yes. African-American or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, of course, yeah. Accents do... do but African-Americans do share a certain commonality in their accent. Okay. They all kind of got that... Alabama thing going if, on. If you say so. No, Sam. they do. They do. Okay. They genuinely do. Um, be the, be the one person left in in the world today to take responsibility. No, there's actually there's said. actually a, pro, a liberal point to be made here. The okay. reason that is the case is because black pe- black people in America are descendants of slaves who were in the South, so they all come from that sort of accent. Right. Okay. Um, not all of them, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like they have that. They all have ancestry there. They all have ancestry, yeah. and like. 
singing is a different skill than rapping. Okay. Um, there are plenty of actors who can't sing. Yes. But whenever if you had a black actor portray a rap, you know, do that, I, I can't tell the difference between a good yes quote unquote well, I mean, in, in Project Power the way that she proves that she's a good rapper is she freestyles right so I'm assuming is that is the the differentiating like that's what separates the, the mediocre rappers from the good rappers that's yeah, that's, freestyling. that's like yeah, big dick energy kind of thing if you can freestyle yeah like yeah, the, the wit and the, and the speed of that yes is, yes yeah yeah, I'm not saying all black people can freestyle. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, you're saying that like with singing, like if you can't hit the key, hit the notes, you can't sing. Yeah. Mm. It was like with rap. Most people could probably rap, but if you can't freestyle, then you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, That's yeah, what stops it, you becoming like a proper rapper. And, and it's just yeah. easier as well. Because again, rapping is talking with style. Yes. And if you've got an accent that lends itself to that, you have a leg up. Whereas what accent for singing is, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that was a racist point to make. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Yeah. Watch it be anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, Project Power. Not good? No. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was all right in it. Was he? Yeah, I kind of liked him. It wasn't great. It wasn't like a, you know, a star 10 performance or anything. No. But he's but. playing this, like, confident, cocksure detective. Um, there's, like, a scene where he goes to Dominique Fishback's house. Because mm-hmm. Dominique Fishback has a mother who's ill. But it's right. one of those, like, vague illnesses where she needs pills that are in like an orange bottle yeah. right. but she doesn't seem to be displaying any of the symptoms other than she's a bit tired uh-huh. yeah. um, so the people who are hunting Jamie Foxx are aware that Dominic Fishback is now involved so they go to the mother's house to sort of take the mother away presumably to like kidnap the mother mm. to use her as ransom or maybe even just murder her so Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes into the house aware of what's happening and pretends like he's just come out of the shower right? and he's you know like reading them the riot act basically but like the you know the, the the black mother has no idea who this guy is, so he's got to try and you know mm. pull it off basically, and that's kind of like a fun scene. Okay, it's like oh wait, where are you guys coming from? Sorry, honey, I had to use your shower. And he like goes to kiss her, and he's like, "I'm a friend of your daughter's, just go with it." Mm. It's like you want to show me a warrant. You do, know, do you want to do like a, a black voice so all three of us are done? I'm good. I'm hey, that good. was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I know, but that that sounded like you were doing a black voice. I wasn't, no, genuinely. Yeah. Well, I'm does, doing whatever Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, does, does he have a New Orleans accent? In he, I think he's trying. Yeah. So he's doing a southern accent. Yeah, kind okay, of. Okay, okay, fair enough. No, I'm good, thanks. Go on. Go on, do one. Nope. Just say all shucks. Racist. Racist. <laughs> racist. Come on, be racist, Eddie. No. It's my birthday. And I'm not going to You haven't given me a gift. Let this be your gift to me. I'm not being racist. Just do a voice then. Just, no. just no. say. Just, <laughs> I'm not doing. Just it. do okay. a voice. Okay. Any right. voice. Just, just say all oh, shucks. Oh shucks. Thank you. <laughs> right. Is that everything? <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. that's everything. Don't watch Project Power. I don't even know why I brought it up other than just <laughs> something to talk about. You so, know? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye, bye.